0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Fabs live in La Vida Loca. Only nigga in the hood you can come see for either weed or coca. Narc's wanting to see me and my team in a chair. They heard about the kid with the high beams in his ear.
2: D-E-A been, D-A been looking for proof since 93 when I came through in the beds with the roof behind me. Tell them Jake's through on the bulletproofs and find me. You need extinguishers to go on goes in the booth behind me oh my god i sound like i was somebody falling down the stairs gosh
3: y'all know who keeping it gangster hey welcome to the blackout test podcast your host rod and karen and uh we are back in the house for the last day of the week for us Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's a wednesday um, so we went out and got a couple of guests that, uh, you know, are growing near and dear to our hearts and yes, that
4: enough. the yes. audience loves. Yes. They look forward to y'all.
3: hmm Have a good time. Aww. Um, and I look forward to whenever they do the opening lyrics. Cause I know that we're going to get like 10 <laughs> extra seconds of ad libs, uh, from Rhett. So <laughs> it's, it's Lamont and Rhett from Brown Skin and Glasses. What's going on, y'all?
2: witnessing me stumble down the stairs like a grandma about to call nine (laughs) one (laughs) one. well
3: we we enjoyed it and uh i'm sure that uh we'll be able to hit life alert or something get you off that Uh, hip and uh back into action as soon as possible
2: that was disgusting
3: um what you what you guys been up to lately man it's been a a few weeks since we checked in with y'all man um anything new
1: (laughs) I don't know how many of your listeners listen to old brown skin and glasses, but the month of August has been a real piece of shit for old mine. (laughs) Let me tell you that. Okay. Tomorrow, for example, and and mind you, when I say this on stage, people are like, oh, you're the same material. No, fuck that. Tomorrow, I'm having a root canal, okay? I don't know what this (gasps) is about, but when I talk about it to people, they give me this look of, oh, my God, I'm so sorry for you, okay? When the doctor was drilling to find out if I was going to have to have the root canal, I heard the words you don't want to hear a dentist say. He goes, you're going to need some more anesthesia. So (laughs) that's what I'm in for.
5: All right. That was yesterday.
1: Okay. I'll tell you what else. I found out that, um, nice. Oh, thank you. I'm not even looking at your commenters because they're not even helping. Yeah, they're
3: not. They're not here to help. (laughs) Oh, root
1: canals are horrible. Thank
5: you.
3: Yeah. I got raped in a root canal one time and it was terrible
5: really seriously yeah they was all in my root canal <laughs> right right
3: <laughs> my grandfather died from a root canal anyway oh, carry on <laughs> he was a slave
0: and then he had
1: a root canal he right. said Do you want to go back to slavery or have another root canal he was like you send me to that plantation i'm gonna be a good boy <laughs> so that happens so that's happening tomorrow that should be exciting and then um uh, I, there was a girl that I was kind of messing around with, and I came to realize that I was being played the whole time. Like, everything was cool, like, the entire time. And then you just I just realized that in talking to other people that she put on an extra layer of stank that was entirely unnecessary. Oh. Mm. So I feel like the time that we spent was all bullshit, and I wish I could have it back, but I can't. And mm. it also hurts because I fucking... I fucking felt like I used emotions, which is not what I usually do. And she and, and the thing was, I was drawn into it. She's like, I want you to be closer. I want you. To, and I was like, you know what? Why don't I go ahead and be a little closer? I mean, yeah, whatever, whatever. So that also happened. And uh, I, I got in a car accident. My car was totaled. That was the 5th of August. And then uh, in the rental car, someone stole my ID and my health card, my debit card out of there. Damn. And then I went to go DMV to go get the refreshed. And uh, they also said that um, – <clears throat> And uh, they said that my license, my birth certificate wasn't real, so I got some of that Obama birther shit. So basically, the month of August can suck my dick, mm. and I'm ready for September, and that's what's happening.
3: That is the best month of the year. Uh, shout out to my Libras. Uh, I'm sorry to hear all that, Lamont. Man, that's that's crazy.
4: Didn't yeah. kill me. It's gonna make me stronger. I'm a superhero.
3: For yeah. for people that don't know, I know, he
4: been having a hard time. I've been listening. I've been like, wow, he been having a rough time.
3: For people that don't know, a root canal. Uh, is where they, like, drill into the hollow area that houses the soft tissues in your tooth. Oh, uh, wow. There's, like, nerves and blood vessels in there and wow. connective tissues, and that's why it hurts. Um, uh, but yeah,
1: the Marathon Man, that old Dustin Hoffman movie, they tortured him by messing with the roots in his teeth. Like, they used that as a form of torture. So... Yeah. Yay.
3: So, good so luck, you're, man.
1: You're basically,
2: like, the modern black Job. It's like that book of the Ah, Bible, was it? It's Genesis, Exodus, the biggest Numbers, Mm -hmm. Deuteronomy, blah 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 blah.
5: Mm -hmm. Jones. blah, blah, Mm -hmm.
2: And then Lamont And then Lamont on the fifth day joins with a female who totally ah. plays lunches and drinks. And it was good. For her. And then he (laughs) cried.
3: Yeah, my favorite my favorite book is uh, Numbers. Anyway, so it's really good. People should check it out. It's slept on. What's,
2: what's mm-hmm.
5: in numbers?
3: A lot of numbers. It slept on. Oh. Yeah, Go, yeah, count. Yeah. <laughs> Go check yeah, it out. Begot,
2: man. begot, and she
4: begot, yeah. and they begot. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: There were fourteen yeah. lamps, seven mm-hmm. races. It was good. It's good.
2: Mm. Um, Leviticus is hardcore. That's nothing but rules.
3: Mm-hmm. It's like
2: the rules of not eating lobster and shrimps. I know. So I, I
4: ate pork and swine.
3: Nobody exactly. follows that. Like as nope. far that that like Leviticus is, is why I think it's okay for gay people to get married. It's cause <laughs> nobody pays attention to any of that shit, so might as well let the gay people get married. What's the problem?
2: Exactly. But then go let find out that verse. That is the main verse. Is the, the whole laying with a wife and or laying with a man the way you lay with a woman or mm-hmm. whatever. But yeah, shrimp. And also I, I think it's also goat. You're not supposed to eat curry goat. Mm-hmm. I like say goat. curry, but definitely goat. Clover hoovered
1: animals. Yeah,
3: no pigs. I like pork. pork Everybody does. Blue. It is. Oh my
1: gosh, yes. You ever been to a pork roast? Like, my friend did that thing where they dug the pit in the ground and did the whole pork roast and everything to put the pig in there. And just the whole night, everyone was high and drunk and just picking off pig. Like, there was nothing sanitary about the whole experience, but that was delicious.
2: Mm. yeah but then you see the face though i don't like the idea of eating seeing the face Mm. all
3: right doesn't bother me
2: the eyes what did they do with the eyes did they put like olives in it or something
1: (laughs) point out the most unnecessary points (laughs) of the whole experience i'm saying the pork was delicious i wasn't worried about the rooted to the tuna i wasn't concerned with the rest of the pig
3: red red is over there red is over there like what happens to the apple in the pig's mouth does somebody get to eat that
1: (laughs) apparently
2: so you know you know it's all the fat from the dolls probably came onto that apple so it's probably mm-hmm. that apple was sweet and salty mm-hmm. I bet it was probably was. tastes like bacon exactly like applewood bacon
4: oh my mm-hmm. yes ma'am
2: but I don't I don't like looking at animals in the face when I'm eating them you know what I mean like right. I um I used to get live lobsters all the time um when I lived in New York I would buy them on Canal Street in Chinatown and they would give him they, you, they have to sell them to you live um, because they got to be guaranteed fresh. So they put them in a big paper bag, and there I'm on the train and it's going moving? to Brooklyn. Yeah, they're living. They're definitely alive and, and really pissed off because they're not <laughs> with their, They're no longer with their lobster brethren. Uh, they got those stupid rubber bands on the claws, and they're, like, moving around in this bag. Hi, <laughs> they trying to break free. They trying to break free. Like, we want free. We want free out of this paper bag of nonsense and um I, remember, <laughs> I would try to wash them right because you gotta rinse them off and um i would get so afraid that i would wear these re- i would use these really long tongs for the lobsters and like rinse them off and they're like wriggling around and they look i swear to god they look like gigantic cockroaches with all them legs and stuff yeah. and they're angry and they're foaming and i'm like ah! and they're like ah, and i remember dropping one i was so oh. freaked out and panicked dropped it on its back now it's pissed off on its back helpless and i'm like oh my god i'm sorry but you got to die
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I, I
4: threw it in that big old pot because you're a, delicious of, uh, what you call it yes that big old pot of uh of
2: water seasoned with old bay and uh as soon as he turned red i was like okay perfect this is gonna be delicious but i had to serve him away from me because mm. you know their their eyes they got those antenna that's where their eyes are right right two eyes and it's not like the cool cartoons where they're just X's when they're dead they're literally
5: <laughs> <gray>. <laughs> i wish it was that simple eyes,
2: and i really wanted to suck on the face part but i couldn't look mm. them in the face i was like i've taken you on this journey We've been together, I dropped you on your back, and now I can't look at you. Yeah,
3: I'm kinda I'm kinda the opposite of that. Like I like to look my food in the face and be like, Look at me. (laughs) I did this to you. Like Mr. (laughs) Like Mr. Big with R. Kelly. Like that's how I like to do my food.
2: Let it know who's boss. mm. Now I I don't like certain identifiable like whole fish. I don't like the whole fish face either. You know what I mean? Mm. I want them from the neck down
5: yeah so only
3: reason i don't down. the only reason i don't like fish face is because i'm not gonna eat it you know what i mean yeah, like i'm not gonna, gonna eat, eat the it. fish face so what's the fucking point you know at that point you know but but like if i caught a fish on a hook um i would definitely like talk to that shit when i put it in the bucket like yeah dog you coming home with me
4: <laughs> yeah and, and you know what the the thing about it i'm kind of like you Rat, because i like the fish but I am a terrible ass fisher. Roger will tell you that I will go out there and hang with them and fish for hours. Several and things and talk
3: and scare all the fish away.
4: I will. I'll be all loud. Yeah. They be like, "You got to be quiet."
3: The fish know everything that happened on catfish that week, but yes, they do. But no actual catfish will be caught. No,
4: and then I don't. Um, what is it? You got to hook it on bait. I can't do that shit. I, you hook it, I will swing it out there. One time, I caught one. And when I caught it, I bought it up, and I ended up, like, smacking folks upside the head with the fish because I was just rolling it around going, I caught one. Yeah. And my niece caught more fish than me. Yeah, she's, what,
2: seven? Mm-hmm. But it, it's so intense because if you're using live bait, you know, the worms, you know, you got to jab them in the right place. Yeah, Cause yeah. I, I went fishing for the first time last year, and I, I put the hook in. And the thing is, you got to just be, like, real swift. Through the middle, then throw it out there. And I was like – I was trying to be swift. I was like, oh my god, you're, you're like moving and you're in my hand and you're about to die. And then literally I would do it from the side. So it's like, if you imagine a human body as the worm, you're supposed to, the, the hook should be going right underneath the lungs, you know, right in the right. meaty part of the body. I was doing it like, you know, that little bit of skin you got oh, on the side Red. of your belly. I sh- know you right. ain't
4: catching shit. <laughs> <laughs> the fish love you. They're like, oh shit, here go another one, halfway hook.
3: Yeah, you got to hook that shit right through the middle, man, because if you just put it like right at the tip of it, the fish is like, ooh, hors d'oeuvres. I'll be back. Let me know when they're reloading this tray.
2: And exactly that's what those bastards did I'm telling you my, my my fly was getting good my my throw out there was awesome it was like watching the development of a football player you know at first you get that whack throw and then it starts spiraling my stuff was spiraling out there with the, hook, with the worm and all oh, and then we hit the water and be like damn how come I don't feel no tug anymore Man, Yo, yo, back.
3: your worm probably was coming out in the air and shit just flying <laughs> off the hook <laughs> like oh. the, the bird, the birds was getting that shit, the birds was like, oh shit, free worms, y'all um how how was your how was your August anyway, uh red? I'm assuming better than Lamont's, oh uh,
2: yeah, of course, much better, I mean, he, I don't know what sin he had been doing, but <laughs> <laughs> clearly. He is—he is repent. He is, <laughs> he is, repen- he is in, in 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 black man purgatory. All we gotta Aww. do is throw a white woman and a sexual assault, <laughs> and it would be the trifecta. Would be complete. Oh, <laughs> <Aww. laughs>
3: um, hey Lamont. Now, how did you find out you needed a root canal? Uh,
1: I had a cavity, and uh yeah, that's it. The tooth kind of came out, had a cavity, and they did a little investigation. And they're like, oh, no, we got to I'm going to try to save it. And he couldn't. The oh, I was like, uh, you got to. Work.
3: So wait, did they already do some work on the tooth before yeah. they went? Oh, yeah. Root canal.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, they did some work to investigate to try to save it. and okay. He couldn't. And He put some little shitty filling on there. And then, uh, like, a temporary filling, that came out this weekend. So I had, like, the jagged piece of tooth that was rubbing against my tongue for a couple oh. days. That was fun. Uh, so then he went in, drilled, and so tomorrow's tomorrow's D-Day. Well, it's going to be great. It's going to be great.
3: Uh, what time is your appointment?
1: 10.30.
3: All right. Awesome, man. Give you some time oh. to wake up, not eat, think about it.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Send send all your positive vibes my way. I could use them because people have me freaking. I'm not really saying freaking out, but the older I get, the less I'm enjoying going to the dentist. Mm -hmm. Like when I was a kid, it was a big, no big deal. you know, you get a little clean uh, cavity filling. No big deal. Now there's smoke coming off the instruments they use in your mouth. And that's a different experience. And that's not an experience I like to have.
3: Yeah. And like when you're a kid, you're on your starter teeth. So there's only so much of a fuck they give about those it's like yeah you got a cavity but wait two days the shit's popping out anyway so who gives <laughs> yeah. a fuck
4: we're gonna throw some fluoride across there. here's a sucker
3: yeah I, like i got my first cavity ever like maybe two or three years ago and um like i had never had a cavity so the incredulousness on my face when he brought up that cavity was i, I know it was palpable because i looked at him like motherfucker, you lying. take another you might want to take another <laughs> look at these teeth boy um and they was like no we're sure it's a cavity and i'm like well damn i guess i gotta get a feeling for the first time ever he's like uh nah um it needs a crown it's like man what kind of what? fucked up luck yeah. is this what my
4: first cavity and, is tear worse than everybody else's shit man i was so mad dude and, and and you see for me i'm the complete opposite i was that kid who ate everything sweet and, um, didn't brush my teeth properly and all that shit. So I got tons of feeling. So for me, I brush my teeth now because I know how it feels to get this shit drilled and all that. And it's not motherfucking fun. So, uh, it is funny though because Roger was pissed and I was like, how, how, how do, how do me, who, uh, Roger gets mad because he looks at me and he's like, how I get the cabinet you didn't.
3: Yeah, I didn't believe that shit, man. But, <laughs> Yeah, no, man.
1: I The last dentist I had, because I just switched to a new dentist for this one. The last one I had, he got me. He's like, you know what? Your bite is uneven. I want to even out your bite for you because that's going to have long-term repercussions. You're really going to thank me. And, and I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Even out my bite, whatever. He's like, uh, I'm going to send in someone to talk to you about it. So he leaves. And then the woman, you know, like with the clipboard, the businesswoman comes in. She's like... Uh, this isn't covered by your insurance. It's going to be a thousand dollars. Oh, like Jesus God! So I was like, you know what? It's going to be good for the long term. I care about my mouth. Okay, go ahead, go ahead and do the do the biting. So basically, he drilled down my teeth, and I got a, a weird. Uh, it, it, for a thousand dollars, I basically got ganked by the dentist.
5: Is what happened? So <laughs> yeah, any
1: dentist tries to tell you to even out your bite for a thousand dollars. Tell a dentist to shove the drill, clean up his own ass. Right. You know what i bite like,
5: me.
4: I'd be like, even yeah. at my bite, I was like, Well, my bite been fine all these years. My food has not complained. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um well this is the Black Out Tips podcast. Yes, you, it can, is. you can find us a bunch of places. The easiest go to the dot com. You can also find us on uh well actually now, T B G W T dot net. Um and, uh, you can do stuff like go to iTunes and leave us five-star reviews. We read them on the air when we do our feedback shows. Uh, you can, uh, when you're at the Black Test page, you can leave comments. You can vote in the poll. Um, I'm pretty sure the poll for this show is gonna probably be some variation of did Lamont or Rhett do better? Uh, cause we have a tie to break people. Um, oh, don't forget also you can, um, uh by the way folks
1: sorry rod yeah uh don't forget sympathy points do count in the vote you heard about my august <laughs> go ahead and uh you know yeah.
3: can he take another l in august the month is almost over
1: Pile it, on. no i wouldn't say pile on because i want the win i want it so yeah so please
3: so think about it people um Make sure you guys do all that stuff. Um you can sign up to be a premium member and all that stuff. Uh we appreciate everybody that does that. Um the official weapon of the show is the taser And the unofficial sport it
4: is bullet ball.
3: And bullet ball extreme. Today's podcast is sponsored. Sponsored by Shadow doll Productions. Um short comedy film perspective. Uh it stars friend of the show, Impossible White Man um uh, kelly Ryder and uh her and dexter and a couple other people all went out um to california for this uh film festival and perspective won two awards it won best comedy short and best dialogue so Woo-hoo! Yeah. And we told you guys it was good. I don't know how many of y'all guys picked, took us up on that and went out there it is and very good. bought it. But, um, it's only like $4.50 or something at ShadowDogProductions.com slash PER.html. Uh, the link is on the website. I'll put the link in the chat in a second, but, um, it's four fifty, well spent, man. It's a very, you know, it don't take you about 10, 15 minutes to watch it. Um, but it's just very funny uh very well written mm-hmm. good quality kelly performs her ass off ah,
4: um because she, she had like 15 personalities right
3: she's basically playing like four or five different roles in it throughout this film um and she does a wonderful yeah, job yeah she nails all of them and then the deeper point about how you know different people in your life see you different ways mm-hmm. and seeing how things go through their point of view it was, it was real cool man and i hope everybody would take the time out to go check it out and uh you know give Dex a couple sales man because it always helps us out when uh they can move those units so check it out man uh perspective it's a short comedy uh film and it's award-winning now uh We also have a sponsor, Tweaked Audio. If you go to tweakedaudio.com, put in the code TBGWT, you get 33% off your order. You get free shipping uh, and a lifetime guarantee on your earbuds. Aren't you fucking tired of your earbuds cutting in and out mm-hmm. while you're listening to at work? You're trying to be discreet. So you said, I'm not going to get my ghetto blaster headphones. I'm going to give me some earbuds that go on my ear. Nobody has to know what I'm listening to. I'll keep it, you know, I look professional. Nobody's going to walk up to me. And a couple of days in, you start hearing that. And then a couple of days after that, only one speaker starts working and you're like, fuck, do I really need to go spend this money again? Well, no, you don't have to if you go to tweakedaudio.com. You can just get that lifetime guarantee and get you some working shit, man. That's what I suggest. All right. We have things to talk about. Mm-hmm. First things first, I will take a quick poll of the room. Um, did everybody see Obama speak today? Did anybody see it? I, mean. I
4: didn't see it. I heard it. I okay. heard you heard uh, the speech, see. Karen. No, no, not his speech. Not his speech. I heard Oprah's speech. Oprah had a speech. Uh huh. Um, cause they had a bunch of people talking, okay. doing that thing. I heard Oprah's speech and I heard the, uh, one of the, I think one of the only like major speakers that was still alive from the original speech that Martin Luther King did.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and it was interesting between the difference between Oprah's speech and his speech. They they kind of hit on the same things, but you know, Oprah is more. How can I say it? Dramatic. No, politically correct. Oh. If that makes sense. Okay. Uh, but when that old black man went up there and he was he was letting him know I am not pleased with this and that and, and he was letting him and he brought up a lot of good points. I was like, yeah, he can say that because he's not in a in a particular. You know, place where people probably are throwing millions of dollars at him. I think he's a senator or something. Senator, congressman or something like that. Uh, And I, um, it was interesting to hear the speeches. I didn't get to hear everybody speak because I'm not mistaken. After him, Jimmy Carter spoke.
5: Mm Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, after
3: obama or after the no, person you you can't remember his after name. the person
4: i can't remember his name yeah okay. then uh yeah, no 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 I, I, if i'm not mistaken i think obama went last if i'm not mistaken I know it seems like he
3: would obama, i mean,
4: they had bill he's, clinton he's, he's
3: definitely the headlining act now in his career i think he's put in the time yes uh that other people should open for him on the road
1: yes they should so no i didn't hear his speech okay
3: uh lamont did you hear it
1: none of it i, I was in the barbershop and i saw like um the only things i saw when i was there was um peter and paul or peter paul and mary with trayvon martin's parents mm. singing a song and then uh a couple other people spoke but i didn't see any of the good stuff
4: mm, okay yeah, shout, shout out to npr they were on it boy and rhett rhett are you still there can you hear us i think we lost. Uh, her. We might
3: have lost rhett for did she, us. did she leave the building she was having some connection issues let me try calling her right back um she was she said she wasn't able to hear us for a second and then uh she connected and disconnected. Let me see if I can get her back. Um can't hear us, okay, oh technical difficulties. Live
4: podcasting, y'all.
3: Yeah. Let me tell her trying to call you back. Trying to call you back. Clap clap. Um all right, we'll see what we can do about that. Well I uh did not hear the speeches. Um I saw my timeline on Twitter was really, like, aglow with, um, you know, talking about the speeches and talking about different um aspects of it. But I basically took it like, you know, it's probably going to get the same response. Like, it, it's It's a little bit disheartening to even listen to Obama speak at this point, not because he's not the greatest speaker I've ever seen uh as far as the president, because he is it's because the reaction to it is always the fucking same mm-hmm. and it's getting really repetitive at this point yes it is and it's disheartening because i'll listen to the speech and i'm like that was great that was excellent it was really cool to be able to you know see the president speak so eloquently on race and then you go look at it on on twitter and you're like oh look at this my whole timeline black people love it oh it's so good to see eloquent blackness being represented and then you cut on your tv and you're like Fox News thought it was divisive. CNN thought it was okay. MSNBC didn't think it went far enough. It's the same time. It's the same every time. Yeah. So it's it's weird.
1: These race. I don't know. Anytime race is brought up, I I want it to stop at this point. Like, I. I There's no way we can all go to our own corners and just work on ourselves like black people can't have a discussion amongst black people because everyone's going to be looking. White people can't have a discussion over there. Everyone's an expert on everybody else's situation, but nothing's ever getting fixed or changed. And it's just annoying. It's just noise at this point.
3: Yes, especially it wouldn't be so bad if it wasn't predictable what people are going to like. I wouldn't mind turning on my news at MSNBC being like, that was fucking great now that's about what we could expect from the president at this point or you know even if uh or fox news you know he did a great job i don't have any problem with anything he said like because i know what how it's going to be covered it's really difficult to get up for it you know every single time like yeah the president's going to speak Woo, you know
1: <laughs> yeah, and there's very little surprises too uh, i mean he's he's always going to play it safe and y- like, you sometimes kind of want the Key and Peel Luther, Obama's, you know, real translator to jump up and just really say what he means. Mm-hmm. You guys seen that sketch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We love Key and Peele. I, I would I, I want that to happen. Like, I want someone to actually say, because, you know, when that Trayvon Martin thing happened and Obama gave his speech on race and then Fox News went in on that, as you know they did. But you'd like to hear what he really thinks. But he can't because he's the president. You understand that much. But damn it. Like, everyone's just just ugh. i mean and even then if someone were to go in what exactly would go in look like
3: right yeah i don't even know what it looks like because i feel like black people kind of have a um longing to see like a you know the president like go off and then like come back and you know like but but, but right. there's no real thought to like well what the fuck happens after that
4: yeah, because it's like you feel better. And then what? Yeah, it's consequences and repercussions to that is is and it's one of those things. I said it and I will always say this when it comes to race uh, relations and talking about race, every sector of race has got to be an American issue, mm-hmm. an American issue, not black people fix your issues, Hispanics fix your issues, Indians fix your issues, Asians fix your issues. It has got to be an American issue, but people have gotten to the point that every time you talk about, hey, we got issues, it's, oh, fix your own issues. Well,
2: hello? Hey, Red, she's back. Is anyone out there? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like Linus on the Christmas special, except I'm saying lights, please, and people are like, you know what? Screw it. We've left the
3: building uh we were trying i was trying so hard behind the scenes to uh connect with you again on skype uh it's amazing at one point you just disappeared from my screen i was like what is happening um did you hear any of
2: that i heard absolutely none of that and and something tells me in the pit my my womanly instinct tells me that lamont was relishing in being brown skin and glasses simultaneously.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, we were talking about Obama's uh, speech today, which none of us got to see. Um, Um, uh, Did you see it or did you hear about it?
2: I did not. I'm sorry. And I hate to say this. When it comes to news nowadays, I I tend to be a lazy news watcher Mm -hmm. because I figure it's going to hit and then I'm going to hear about it like in about 10 minutes in Twitter and Facebook. Mm. And I know that's not the best way to go about it, especially with such a monumental occasion like today. Well,
3: there's no judgment but, here, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like we, like I didn't watch it, Karen didn't watch it, Lamont didn't watch it. So there's no judgment. I I'll just, you know, I like normally when stuff like this happens, I'll watch sometimes the news afterwards to see how the speech was rece- received. But because it's been received the same way, for six years now, you know, it's like the, the black president talked about race. We don't like it. This channel likes it. And this channel hates it. You know, it's like, yeah, okay. I, I can't do this anymore. It's driving maybe, me crazy. Maybe,
2: maybe it's just that we're just so jaded. Maybe it's like our generation. Cause it's not like we have, um, we're not sitting at lunch counters.
5: Mm-hmm. You know what I
2: mean? It's not like we have like marches about that. We have marches about particular, um, Occasions like the Trayvon thing, everybody rallied around, everyone had their hoods and stuff like that. But when it comes to something like race in general, I think a lot of us don't really care.
5: Yeah. Yeah, Uh, I I think think we we
1: care, but I off that Don Lemon thing and the way everybody went off on that. I think people still actually care. And then um, also two points you were saying, like, you don't like I'm with Rod. I don't like to actually watch the actual speeches. I like to see the like the reaction to the speeches, because sometimes like watching the State of the Union, I'll be bored. Like it's valid information, but it's boring. So I like to see like. Like the people talking about it and hitting the highlights and the other points because you need more. Like just one bit of information coming at you just does not seem to be enough for us now with all the phones and all this other stuff. And then back to what Karen was saying. Like you're saying you'd like to see it be seen as American issues as opposed to black issues, Latin issues, Asian issues. I think that there's not enough of the – like I think black people need to be on our own to fix our stuff. Like hey, you, Sure, there are – definite American issues like bridges and streets and that kind of thing. Those are plenty. There's plenty of American issues. But in terms of, like, how we get better as a black nation, I think that's something that we need to deal with ourselves. Because every time, like, say, Bill Cosby or Don Lemon or Kendrick Lamar goes out in front of the world talking about, you know, things we can do to fix ourselves, that's when – like the focus gets off of the message, and like I don't like how you said that because they did it in front of America, so that's why I think it becomes and, black and, issues as opposed to American issues.
4: And 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 I want to disagree with you. And the reason why I'm gonna disagree with you, reason why it has to be American issues, is because in order for the black community to, this is how I feel about that. In order to really really make a change, it got everybody has got to look at it as a human issue. That's what i what I mean. I'm like a human issue. And the and the thing about it is that you cannot erase the past incidents that have happened and say, Well, fix your issues. We fucked this up for you. Fix your issues. Because a okay. lot of the issues that America, that African Americans have today are based off of race and racism. That's what it's, it's based off of. So it's, what you're it's, say-
1: but, but what I'm hearing I'm hearing it different from what you're saying. For what I'm hearing you say now is that you're talking about from the white perspective, it, not to see it as a black thing. I'm coming from a black perspective that we got to look at it from ourselves. Cuz like But some don't dude we sitting but, on his but, yacht. But, he doesn't give a crap about but, us.
4: But the thing, but the thing about it, Lamont, is this. At the end of the day, you have to got you have to have human compassion. Period across the board on both sides. You have to got, have human compassion. And when oh, people yeah. don't have compassion for somebody that looks different than them, this is where the issue comes in. Just, just uh, I guess, the way I view it. And when I say it has got to be an American issue, like the shootings, the shootings in Chicago should just get just about as much attention as the shooting that happens in Columbine and as the shootings that happen in that school. Everything should get the same attention, but it does not because when it comes to certain things, they are not considered an American american issue because if they were american issue people in congress would put money on it people in congress would support it people in congress would run things would happen quicker and faster if it was considered an american issue and not just a black issue
3: yeah also uh, i think i feel like we don't um like we already do care
4: yeah we care like
3: that's the thing like, like, cause like whenever people say like well Black people need to fix this. It's always like, who the fuck you think is and, working on these problems? And, it's only
4: us. And, and, my, and my, my thing too about this, Lamont, the thing about us that we care and we've been caring about these situations for years we've been marching, we've been protesting people have died, people we, we we are screaming and nobody is listening because they consider them a black issue and they don't really consider them an American issue that's why a lot of black people are very upset about Trayvon Martin because they felt like nobody cared about a black child and the injustice that went on with that and so they felt like I'm screaming, I'm hollering, I'm protesting and nobody's looking at us because, like it, because it goes bulls back to it's considered the, the black issue, yes, that there, there are some things that we as a culture can change. Please don't get me wrong, and so I'm not arguing with you about that. No, 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 but, yeah. but, 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 but if you want things to change, people put like this when it comes to things, a victim cannot solve its problems by itself. You have got to have people that are not victims and are not directly involved to make a change because this this goes back to slavery. That didn't change overnight. It was white people that had compassion that says, this is injustice, this is not right. I want to help. The, black, the African, when it comes to African-Americans, we don't solve things by ourselves. We have got to have help outside of us. Mm-hmm. And, and And so that's why I say it has got to be an American issue and right. not just a black issue like a
2: balance though, because I think it's very much of uh, what you're saying, Karen, that definitely like, it's like, uh, I- I'm always amazed when white people um, will say, well, I'm not the one responsible for racism. I'm not the one who brought you over, but yet you're still benefiting off of the backs of our forefathers. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that, yes, the the people, the white people, definitely should do their part, but we need to do our part too. It's almost like if you have a cancer, if racism would be the cancer, you don't just treat it one way. You know, it's like inside and out, not yeah. just. Well, one, what so
3: we I guess my question, my question for uh for that is like, what is what does black people solving their own issue look like?
2: Yeah, interesting. <laughs> because Lamont and I have been going back and
3: forth about this for weeks. Yeah, so we'll break it down. What do y'all think it looks like for black people to fix whatever issues in the community that will make the these problems go away?
1: All right, I'll put it, well, okay, put it like this. When, when and we're going back to the Don Lemon thing. So Don mm-hmm. Lemon comes out with the list. Russell Simmons like uh, was one of the people who was uh, you know uh, against it. And it's and apparently from what I'm hearing, it's not so much the list itself, it's the way it was presented. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're and Russell Simmons' point was, uh, why are we focusing on people saying nigger and pulling up their pants when there's the war on poverty and the war on drugs we could be fighting? Mm-hmm. Okay, I say if we're going to be fighting a war on poverty and a war on drugs, you have to have soldiers, and they're for whatever situation you're in if you have soldiers they have to go through a boot camp they have to be ready you can't just take anyone and make them a soldier soldiers have to be built and soldiers have to be bred and if there are some people who have achieved a certain level of success why would you not follow the mold that they've set i mean you can do it your own way but Mm -hmm. if there's already like a path of success and a path of not so successful why would you stick on a not so successful path so what does black people successful look like Like, I was thinking this the other day, like, the fantasy of mine, and all it is is fantasy because it's not reality, but shouldn't, like, first of all, music would be better. There would be more bands than just the roots, (laughs) all right? They would have, like, every now and then in the top ten in the musical charts, the musical charts would still be relevant because black people would still give a crap about music. There would also be gospel songs every, maybe two or three times a year a gospel song would make it to the number one because gospel would still be a relevant form of music if black people were still, you know, anywhere close to music you know uh hoods there wouldn't be trash all over the all over the you know what i'm saying like people would take pride like there was a time like in the 40s now i'm not saying i want to be walking around in a suit but in the 50s and 60s and even in the 70s black people were walking around they took their in you know shirts and wear suits and give a damn about the way they dressed and there was just a difference and that was when the civil rights happened and civil rights didn't happen on our own but we made enough noise so that other people were like hey those guys are right kind of like with music kind of like with twerking Twerking didn't start with white people, but Miley Cyrus is all of a sudden getting like she invented the shit. You know what I'm saying? People are gonna follow us, whatever we do. But if what we're doing is is the if w- the path that we're on is not a path that anyone can get behind, I mean, you know, why would they? Why would they give but, a shit? But Lamont,
2: we we live in, we are capitalists. You know what I mean? Like if we lived in a utopia or we were Quakers or something, that would work. But we are capitalists. We go with the we follow the money. We follow the money. I mean, Miley twerking is like on the one hand just doing what all white kids in the suburbs in the 80s, 90s now do. They they latch onto something that happens to be black. They follow the cool thing. They do it. They want to do it, and they, they, they take ownership of it. You know what I mean? They do it. You
1: know what I mean? So if we what, were, so we were gonna to, to direct them, them and say, something? listen, we're going to take pride in blackness – at that point, they would say, oh, there." it's like my brother. He wanted to start a business, and he's like, hey, man, can I have some money? You know, it's an investment. I'll pay you back, whatever. I'm like, look, I can give you the money, but what I want you to do is take a couple steps to let me know that you're serious about doing this before I give you the money. And when he – he was pissed. He's like, oh, why Why can't you just give me the money? Why does it have to be conditional? But I was like, if I'm going to give you money, which I really don't have to give, but I'm willing to give because my, you're my brother. I love you. I want you to succeed. I wanted to see him, okay, first buy this van, get your licensing and all this stuff, then I'll give you the money, and then you'll be good to go. And that's what he did. He took these steps, and once he was in it, I was more willing to give him money. Like, if we're throwing g- trash on the ground where we live and all this other stuff, why, why would someone want help? Because also, the civil rights movement, there were white people walking with black people. Like, we were doing all of it together. That was when it was America. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? so if we're, we want this help... What I mean, show but, us. what but, are we showing.
4: Okay, okay, and and, and I, I agree with you, but also, when it, you get down to the root of the issues, I guess to me, it's did some. I feel like when it comes to when you talk about this issue, it's a really, 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 really complex issue. And a lot of times, a lot of people want to take something large, and they want to simplify it really, really, really tiny and get a flat answer and rub it across the board and want it to apply to everybody. Um, Because this is the thing. The thing about it is that people that live in these communities with this trash, a lot of them don't want to live in the community with this trash. You know, people act like people want to be in these places. Um, And I think that a lot of times when you go back to the poverty and all that stuff, these are issues that have got to be solved, but they got to be solved at the root of the problem. And at the root of the problem is not simple as pull up your pants, button your clothes, go out and walk. It's it's a little bit deeper than that.
3: Yeah. I yeah. think it's was an oversimplification, especially of like the civil rights era. It's not just because people were wearing suits or, or whatnot. Like, you know, it, the conditions of the fifties and the sixties force people to have to collect to, to have change. Like, there's a reason that people were more uniform at the time is because our issues were more uniform. Yeah. Now, now now we don't have have the the same same uniform issues. Like Mm -hmm. if class is such a big factor in America, that literally a black person that makes a certain amount of money can kind of just be like Don Lemon and say, pull your pants up Mm -hmm. to other people and walk away from it. Like he, I did my part. I said, pull your pants up and pick up some trash and be like, I'm done with this shit. The thing that, um, about Lemon's comments that struck me was I thought he framed it very, uh, badly, uh, right. for what he was trying to do. You start off with a known race baiter and go, this guy was trying to tell black people to get this shit together. And he ain't go far enough. Like, you think Bill O'Reilly gives a fuck about some black people.
2: No. Don't, let's well, stop. Bill let's. Bill O'Reilly cares about ratings. Right. And, yeah. and, and, Capitalism. And, you know, I, I, you know, I think that it's very, um, interesting that we're having this conversation on the 50th anniversary on the, the I, I
3: Have a dream. dream speech.
2: We tend to um, we accept history as it is like it's a very simplified what we are given in elementary school. You know, Martin Luther King was a great man and Martin Luther King made the speech and he wanted everyone to be happy and free and blah, blah, blah. but we have to really examine that time. Not all but we're in that same uh, school of thought. You know, remember, there was quite a few black people were like,
4: They did not want this to happen. Martin is
2: going too fast. Yeah. We're we starting trouble. You're going to just make trouble. Um, the, And then you had folks who the another school of thought of like a Malcolm X was like, Look, we don't need to try to have these white people like us. Mm-hmm. We need to do our own thing and raise us up from our from our own bootstrap type of thing, yeah. you know. So even back then, we had many different schools of thought, many yeah. different uh, attitudes and um, ideas of what it would be to make it. What would it be like? You know, do you want to work within the system? Do you want to come from without the system? Or is there a way to like have a happy balance of the two? Like you have to really think about what is your level of, of success. What does it mean for you to be equal and free? And then work toward that. Right. And and, and I agree. And 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 I, and, I, and I guess to me,
4: uh, the way I look at it is this: if if we really want to get in America, I guess to me, where African Americans are considered free. We actually need to get to the point where you can have a black man in a suit and a black man with, in, in a thug with his pants sag and they still are considered the same. But in our country and even in our own community, we're still not looked at the same. You know, mm-hmm. I, I guess that's the way I, I view it. And well, I'll
3: I put it this way, man. Like, I went to a HBCU, mm-hmm, right? I did um, too. And a lot of times uh, we'll hear like the same kind of rhetoric about HBCUs where it's like, um, you know well this can't possibly be a good education look how many black people Mm -hmm. are here um how are you going to learn to survive in a white corporate america because there's nothing but black people here which is you know a misnomer at at best because you know that it just means you're a majority black you're not anyway um the point being like it's such people simplify it down to a point where it's just not true we act like I still live in a white world, guys. I still, when I'm out of school and the other, uh, I don't know, everything minus four to five years of my life that I'm in school, I'm dealing with white people. I'm, I'm, I'm learning to exist. I, I will be fine with this black education and I will be fine if I'm not wearing a suit to class. I'll be, you know, I'll be fine if, I decide to join a or if I don't like that. There's like all this different type of like, well, this is black and black is weird and scary and must be whitened in order to be equal to anything. It needs to be kind of uniform. And well, I, I think that's what I think to me, that's what a lot of people reject is when they're yes. like, you know, because to me in America, nobody code switches better than black people, period. Well, like we're, are we're the inventors so of that.
1: I'm I'm still trying to understand what you're saying. Um, what's I, I'm still stuck on what's the bad thing
3: though? Like, what's well, I think like people people, people are, are saying like
1: black people more white. Yeah, yes, I, yeah, I think yes. people are saying oh, like. No, no, I think, please, no.
3: Well, I think. Well, hold on, I, hold on, wait, let can, let me finish. I think when when you're talking about something cultural like sagging your pants or saying the n word, you are you absolutely are saying like these are black things. Stop them. Because those are part of our culture and it's part of our style. And it's, it's this idea that, well, you can't possibly be successful and do these things. And that's a fucking lie. You absolutely can. Cause we know how to code switch. It's a survival skill for us. It's how you get anywhere in America. If you're black is you have to have a certain amount of like public face and you go home and you can do whatever you want to in your private home. But you know, it's, it's a, it's just a matter. There's like just about every brother, you know, working in a corporate job. Is going to relax when he gets off that clock. Well, and if you
2: know, I think, I think part of the point that uh, Lamont was trying to say with Adana, and, you know, I usually don't try to speak from Lamont, mm-hmm. but I think it, it's one thing if you're doing it strictly a style. You know what I mean? If it's a strictly style, hey, I saw a bunch of dudes wearing their pants sagging and like this and, you know, quote, thugging it up, so I want to look like that. Just because, like, just like heroin chic, you know, people yeah. weren't trying to blow up their arms with heroin, but that's a cool look. I want to look like a drug addict, you know. Mm-hmm. But, but the thing is, it, it. the question is, when we do these, when people uh, do these actions, in a way it's like honoring the root of that, the mm-hmm. source of that. So the question is, okay, are you sagging your pants because you saw a rapper on TV sagging their pants, and that's cool, or are you sagging your pants without knowing the root of that? That came from a culture of like from a prison system. If but but you are, people of like our that, like, at least if you're going to if you're going to wear it like that, know where it came from. Just like we, but but, but red if red we, we red. Okay, but just hear me out. We mm-hmm. get hurt when we see, like, white people rock cornrows. When white people in the 70s rock cornrows after, like, Bo Derek. And, oh, because I want to look like her. Because, you know, that's just a look. When to us, like, that means something. That's, like, almost like an homage of, like, it, celebrating the texture of our hair, celebrating our African heritage. You know what I mean? Like, is it more of a style, or are you honoring honoring that Um
3: you know uplifting and honoring
2: something that is meaningful to us but people of that's
3: like something different but people People, of all races colors and creeds do a bunch of shit without knowing where it comes from yeah and and we don't say like well bo derrick can't get a job you know like is is like i feel like it's completely different like it is a stylistic choice. You know, I, even when Don Lemon brought up the prison thing, I thought that was slightly homophobic anyway to be like, you know what that means if you had your pants low and you're in prison. I'm not in prison, motherfucker. I'm on the street because I didn't do a crime. I'm just having to be black and my pants are low. I'll be fine. And I can also pull them up when I go get a job interview. I'm not a fucking retard. Like is it's that type, Is that level of disdain for a certain class of black people. That it, it bothers me and it's gonna yeah, always bother me.
1: I'll tell you what though. I don't think it's a disdain for a class of black people. I think it's well, personally speaking, yeah. it's a disdain for seeing another man's underwear. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I don't I will disagree, <laughs> I will be disagreeable forever. I never want to see a man's underwear ever. I don't give a it's, fuck what kind of cultural I, I beg, thing you're living up for. It's to disgusting. Disagree. And the first you are, like I beg to disagree. If
2: because i 'cause I'm I'm not gonna lie, if you see a certain type of black man that kind of like works out and then you see just the huh. of like the top of the elastic of the, and then like the way it's said it goes down like he doesn't have a lot of excessive hip it's just like it's just like huh you know it's kind of that that's a hot look i think I'm i mean what, i think that's a hot look but within
3: the framing of what don lemon was saying though it wasn't like uh <laughs> he's talking about fixing a community He's not talking about, I just don't like this style and I don't want to see this.
4: Yeah, that's your personal preference when it comes to that. So I understand, Lamont.
1: I'll get there. And, and, but we'll, we'll get to Don Lemon in that. But we're talking individual points. Like me personally, that the whole thing. It's like someone with a booger hanging out of their nose, right? They're not always going to have a booger hanging out of their nose, but it's disgusting to see the fucking booger hanging out of their nose. So it's like, hey, clean that shit up before you go on about your
3: life but what else what else is but first of all that's a hygiene issue but what else is is disgusting because disgusting (laughs) disgusting is a subjective term Lamont. i might find that a piercing in your nose is disgusting i might find that your haircut is disgusting i I might find find a bunch of shit so like
4: tattoos disgusting. when i start
3: finding cultural shit disgusting where i'm like well black people do this thing and i find this to be disgusting disgusting. it it does matter you're
4: nitpicking
2: i be considered part of our culture. You, you know what I mean? You like, know, it, it, it is. About, it. It. Like, it, it not, no, seriously, though. No. Like for example, like um, you know, we've been going Lamont and I have been going back and forth about the whole N word thing mm-hmm. and my own evolution about my attitude about the N words. Like I was very on the fence about the use of that. You know, mm-hmm. like. Oh, well, you know, like, if it's amongst us, it's cool. If it's amongst blah, 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 yeah, it came from a history of oppression, but if if it's us, it could be a term of endearment, blah, 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 whatever. You know what I mean? But when I apply those same tenets to the word bitch, Mm -hmm. like, I get very very upset. Like, bitch to me is, like, the equivalent of, like, calling someone who is a mother the giver of life. Now you are um, putting these negative connotations on this the person who can give life. So therefore, I don't call myself a bitch, you know, I don't fling around as a term of endearment, I don't believe in that at all, you know, I mean, unless you're a gay man and that's your thing, you know, whatever. But um, so the thing is, should I embrace all things that originally started out as something negative as part of our culture as a positive? And should I have to accept those things as a positive? Saggy pants calling and, each other niggas, and, uh blah 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 you know
4: what i mean and, and i'm not even funny. saying they're
3: we're not even saying they're positive we're no, just saying they're
4: they're, they're a part pop- cultural yeah and, and 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 this is the way i feel about it those things are a part of our culture and regardless of if you agree with it disagree with it like it don't like it guess what you cannot separate it and pull it from our culture it's what makes us us
3: yeah i feel like what happens here's the reason that that the shit like that bothers me is because one i feel like when you put it out there as a, as to say, like, these things need to happen before we are recognized as a group that needs to be respected. I feel like that's how it's taken. When you say Bill O'Reilly says this and we need to fix our community by doing these things or we, or we kind of deserve to not be respected. Okay. That's the framing of that. And I will always reject, reject that, that because
5: now,
3: one, it's, Period. it's fucking impossible to do it is impossible to uniformly group any this amount of people into being like we are all not going to do this and everybody goes okay we won't do that tomorrow and tomorrow we wake up and we don't do it it's so unrealistic that it just gives people that do have racial prejudice this huge out. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. This, why I respect them? They,
5: yeah, they say and, nigger. And, and, they say
3: nigger. So I can't, I, how, I'm so confused. I guess I can just go to work and call them all niggers cause I heard it in a rap song. It's like, it, come on, man. We, we can demand a level of decency and still understand that we're individuals and you can have this thing. Like, for example, you brought up the word bitch, Rhett, and I, and I'll give it to Lamont after this, but, It's like if, if you, if, it's like if you walked in my office and said, Rod, um, why the fuck am I making 75 cents on the dollar compared to my other middle manager that does the same exact job that I do? And I go, well, as long as women call each other bitches, uh, I feel like I'm being, no, fuck that. You give me my motherfucking money because I earned my shit. I feel like that's how, that's how I take it whenever I hear somebody do one of these diatribes about, I don't like this and I don't like that. It's like cool old crotchety McMahon. That's great. I still want my motherfucking equality, and so. hey, you can deal with with the uh, you know with the stigmas attached to that other shit on your own time.
2: But I think part of the thing, and and I I keep using you know the baggy pants thing just because it's uh it's just out Disgusting. there. Disgusting. <laughs> no, okay, the thing is, if we if we're if we say that. You know, look, for us, we can say, yes, it's a style. Mm -hmm. Yes, it came from, like, the prison system. For us, it's a style. The the issue is that sometimes we see this as a people, or some portions of us see this as, like, okay, this is all I can be. Mm
5: -hmm. This
2: is all I can be. Like, you know, I am a black person. I can only wear my pants baggy. I can only uh, perpetuate a a prison type of culture. I can only be a thug type of person. This me trying to be a stockbroker is totally out of the realm of my capability or my ambition. Like these things should automatically be eliminated because those things are mainstream or white or whatever you want to call it. You know, I I think that is part of the problem It's like sometimes we end up internalizing these things like but, but the, the question
3: that, the question then is is that because that person is saying well i can't do those things because they're white or is it because the people that do have control over access to those things are like we white y'all can't come in like we we don't want you in this it's not like I, and then also it's it's not like we don't have examples of both like we have examples of presidents that you know wear their pants on their waist and rappers like it's just it's this weird thing where it's like if all black people don't do this then all of a sudden we're failing blackness and i don't believe that i
4: don't either i
1: understand i think you're coming from brett you just went my turn so i think what it sounds like your thing is it's like you're you're if someone says saggy pants your feeling is that it's our right to do it. It's our culture. It's ours. Quit fucking with our shit, and if you're going to do anything, help us, right? Is that what it sounds like by you're defending the sagging pants thing?
3: Yeah, n- no. Th- honestly, I feel like the sagging pants but, shit don't matter. No. I hate that we're even talking about yes. this. Okay. This is yes. the That's least just the of his points. Yeah. That's yeah. Just of the, like it. Like, the yeah, reasons. these things, the like, okay. this, the two things that should not have even been on the list are the N-word and sagging pants. Okay. They have no That's fucking the, business on what? the list that because they mean? don't actually not solve any issue. Not yeah, or the or the or you know even littering because it doesn't solve an issue like yeah and and it. And it let's,
1: let's talk about the actual list, and I hear what you're saying about the way it was presented, with him prefacing it with Bill O'Reilly that yeah. put a stank taste in everyone's mouth. I get that. Much yeah, that was terrible. More. Yeah, so I think okay, let's look at from and and again I think I'm seeing it. And like, like, as I've been saying too, when it comes to that lemon list, 75% of black people seem to be, at least online, seem to be fucking against it. And 25% of people seem to be with it. And yeah. just like there's four people here and three of y'all are like the 75% and I'm 25%. So, nah reds kind of, red's
4: kind of got no, your back. I, I mean, cause, cause the thing is that I do understand your Way perspective back. and I do understand <laughs> where you, where you're coming from. But I, I, I guess for me, what you're doing, you your you Putting a fake outfit on something that that outfit it cannot address, and that's the issue I have. It's like it's like he's throwing clothes across and he go, I made you pretty, yeah. but you didn't change nothing on the inside. I'm still I, stank, so it don't matter."
1: That tried to, try to I, redress his approach with where he was coming from, as I think I understand it. Like, okay, if you if there's black people who are not doing as well, right, and mm-hmm. then you see Don Lemon or people who are got car, you know cars, jobs, don't live in hood, and this and that. You would probably – you would think that a person who's not doing as well would want to know what steps did someone who's doing better take to get to the point where they're not in that position anymore. Mm-hmm. So fuck the Bill O'Reilly preface, OK? So he says, OK, let's say you're asking me. I have this, this pedestal where I can you know, share thoughts, and you want to know how can you do better? How can you get out of that situation? Let me present these five things that I think can help you. And I think that's all he was really trying to do with the list, was say, okay, I'm doing better. A lot of my friends are doing better. And you guys are kind of stuck and wondering how to do better. Let me present with you, share with you some thoughts on where you can start. Because we're not going to fix the war on drugs or the war on poverty or, you know, slavery and the oppression and that goes on, like, today. But here's some things you can do right now. And, do you, I mean, yeah, no?
4: And, and, and I think no, for I, me, I, think- I, 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 I think for me, personally, that list was not for us. And I think people missed the foundation of it. That list he made was not for right. black people.
3: I think that's your, and, 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 in the context no, of what no. he was presenting. Yes. In context of what he was presenting and how it was presented. I think the vast majority of black people felt insulted, not because we even disagree with the list. Like, nope. To me, some of the points on the list are not, they're not even arguable. Finish school. Don't have kids out of wedlock these aren't things these are things black people talk about in every church in every community meeting we we do discuss these things we do care but it's like if i'm framing this in a way to get a leg up at work basically yeah you're gonna have people who are complex and nuanced enough to take the message and go i don't think you're talking about i don't think you're talking to to us i think you're talking about us and i think you're really your audience is to go oh don you're one of the good ones Pat on the back, and that's where people yeah. felt insulted. And, it yes. just depends on how genuine you felt he really was that, being.
4: Yeah, and and, and 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 for a lot of people it felt very especially if you have any type of education, you felt insulted, you felt like he was smacking you in the face, you felt like this list is idiotic. You felt like if you really want to talk and fix the issue, you should have presented it in a different manner if you were technically talking to us.
2: How it I should have been presented present in a it? It was – I think that it's one of those things where it was – it had good intentions, poorly executed, you know, very poorly executed. I think that um, this is just one of those arguments that goes back to the beginning of like you know post-slavery times for black people. How can we make our lives better type right. thing? I mean I know Lamont – feels very strongly about this list because the whole idea is, okay, well, we got to start from somewhere. And if you think about, like, you know, both you guys went to HBCUs. Unfortunately, I got scholarships to some, but at the end of the day, I could not – I cannot. I end mm-hmm. up going to the total opposite. I went to a, a like a predominantly white liberal arts college with a very tiny population of black people. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, I understand both sides of the argument. Like, if you go back and look at like like a Booker T. and a U W E B, W.E.B. Like a Booker T. very behind that movement that started a lot of the H.B.C.U.s. You know, the whole idea is like, okay, we're done no slavery. We just need to be industrious people. We need to like give these the children of these former slaves okay not only can they read and write but they need to be self-sufficient yeah we're going to teach them about farming we're going to make them equipped to be able to you know work in this current white world you mm-hmm. know and then you have someone like a W.E.B. is like no we need to go more of like the whole philosophical blah 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 and of course like those two schools of thoughts you know probably appeal to Two different areas of black people. Okay, yeah, you got the practical stuff, the practical. Yeah, give me a trade so I can be industrious, so I can be, you know, so I can quote show America that I am somebody, that I can contribute to this society and to this culture. While someone, you know, and of course they would battle it out here. I think that yeah, the list was kind of corny. The littering part it irked me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Definitely, it's not like we like to live in filth. But I guess the question that, you know, Lamont had and because he's so passionate about them, the the question, what do we do? Where do we start? Where do we go from here? Like, you know, what what could we do? What should we do? You Mm -hmm. know, obviously we want to survive in this country. Ain't nobody trying to pack up and go to Canada. But what do we do to make our lives better? Like, what can we do to make? Yeah, well, it's like
3: like like I said, man, I don't think most black people in general disagree with the intent or the content of the list to some extent. Like I feel like the littering and the pants sagging and the N word shit is kind of besides the point. Cause it really, that that's not a systematic issue that you can fix or not fix. It's not like that's why you didn't get a job. It's not like, that's why you weren't able to get in that college, but like going to school, not having kids out of wedlock. Those are two real issues that, if we were able to fix those, you would have a lot more success stories because they affect you for the rest of your life. And you know, there's no if ands or buts about that shit. You know, you, you know, you have. But, but
2: the thing is, the question is, okay, going back to baggy pants. Okay, if I'm a, if I'm a, I think about the the kids that I grew up with. All right, we weren't doing baggy pants. We were like doing whatever, whatever superficial thing that ended up trendy, whatever. I don't know hats backwards. Who cares? Big dudes do chains. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Okay, the whole idea is, okay, we say we want us to have education so we can you know um you know be better economically, et cetera, et cetera, and not have kids out of wedlock, if you think about certain things like the baggy pants and that whole absorbing and accepting that this is all I can be, it's represented by these baggy pants because I want to have this um this image of. And, being more thuggy, more and, more true to the streets, and, and, and more more real to the streets, then that exasperates that problem. Like, it's cool if you're wearing the baggy pants because you know in the back of your mind, look, okay, Saturday, Sunday, I'm going to wear a baggy, but on Monday, I'm going to my corporate job. The problem is too many of us are rocking the baggy pants because that's all that we think we can be, and then that gets us sidetracked away from education, away from this idea of having a better life because quote this is all we can do and, this is all this is the best i can be and and, and then and, some of us look some of us who are educated look at those people and be like oh well that's what they're into that's what they're uh, so i'm just going to leave them be and, and uh, that that's their life but i'm just going to leave them be
4: and 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 i guess this is the way i look at it i look at it like this and i guess to me when you say that it's like you look and you make assumptions, and that's what a lot of people get tired of, people looking, regardless of the race and regardless of the color, you look at what somebody has on, and you assume that they're uneducated, and you assume that they don't have aspirations, and you assume that they are, are, are doing this for whatever reason that you assume, and that's the issue that I have. A lot of times, these people... Are not always stupid they're not always dumb they're not always in poverty some can have more money than we will we, we, we'll ever have in our lives but because we look at people and make assumptions that's what makes i guess somebody like me angry because i'm like what does that clothes what do, what does the clothes have to do with that person because a lot of times and and i think this is what was so insulting about it because you're going pull up your pants what does my goddamn pants have to do with poverty nothing what does trash on the ground have to do with fixing the community nothing it has nothing to do with it these are issues that are d- bigger yeah, than this i think
3: i think the connections for some of this stuff is anecdotal yes and if i don't think you can fix systematic issues with anecdotal shit like that like well pull your pants up that symbolizes that you don't want to get a good job it's like i don't i don't believe that Me like either i think that's treating a symptom and not a problem, problem. You know, yeah, like I, I like he, the
1: trash thing though, because the trash kinda means you don't really have pride in where you
3: live. Yeah, I just don't think that's a black thing though. I, yeah. People oh, yeah. like I've I, lived yeah, like, I know, like I've I've, li- li- I've lived can't... black places my entire life and I have not seen this issue and it's so anecdotal to Don Lemon's experience. And to, you know, other people's individual experience, it's kind of like when he said, I got off the train, and I saw a woman grabbing her son and said, listen, nigga, you need to stop being this, nigga. And it's like, okay, Don, I feel you. You saw that one day. I didn't. And a lot of other people didn't see that. So you can't just be like, I saw this this thing, therefore, it is is emblematic of blackness everywhere. It's just not. Okay, are
2: are we more annoyed? Do you think black people were more annoyed because... Yes, these are things, like Lamont said, these are things that we, or you guys said, um, discuss in the barbershop all the time. Mm. Is is it that we're more bothered, not so much about the list, but the form that he used? You mean like. No, I, you know, I've already, already said always, it. We always say mm. we don't air out our dirty laundry in front of them in front of the white you
3: know that was that was fine that was fine before the internet that was fine before twitter and that was fine before tv but that's been bullshit for a long time time. we always air our shit out on tv it's the fucking it's like a national pastime black people saying bad shit about black people on tv it really is nothing jason jason whitlock has become one of the number one sports writers from doing it yep it really is not a taboo that's the problem is people felt it was disingenuous and they also felt that it was self-serving and it's okay for people to feel that way. Like As much as it's okay for people to go, I agree with the list, so I don't care that he said Bill O'Reilly was right and didn't go far enough, I'm just going to throw that out the window, then it's also going to be okay for people to go, yeah, uh, fuck him, because you can't start a conversation that way. So well, it, let me tell you I, I get thing, it both we ways.
2: Have, we have um, collectively, uh black internet, all the blurs out there, we have collectively at least helped one of our Uh, forlorn, lost black souls get their career together because I'm telling you, before this whole controversy dropped, I didn't know, I was like, Don Lemon, who? I thought it was like Don Cornelius' Don Cornelius' cousin or something? Don Lemon, that sounds like, you know, that's like a game show host or something like that. And when this whole thing came out, black media, black Twitter, whoever, all the world is blowing up about this guy, you can't turn anything on nowadays without seeing some remnant of this. So, we should say at least as a collective whole even we come from so many different uh backgrounds that we have helped this man ju- re start his career and i would uh. not be shocked if he doesn't end up with a solo dad, O'Brien, oh yeah, he's black in America, That's, and that he ends up doing X Y Z, because he already did that, a special, he already did a special on the another N- pretty black man reading the news. I had no idea who he was. Yeah, he already no did it. He already
3: did a special on the N word. He's already a rising star over yeah, there. He, I feel like this is just another rung on his belt, and he will continue to uh, rise because, because of this. Like this, yeah, so, this will help so, him out in his career and. Yeah, black people are the only ones that do care. So you know we're the only ones that are gonna talk about it. But to be quite honest, I moved on. If the Lamont hadn't brought up Don Lemon, I didn't have shit to say about this nigga forever. It's I'm good, and it's not even on. So I'm like, fuck him forever. I just don't care. It, th- what he said was so just is not gonna help anybody. it's not gonna have any long lasting impact, okay. and nobody's gonna do it because there's no actual way to galvanize what the fuck he said into anything that will have black people go out tomorrow and do those things so So, good on him
2: so if we have to chuck out lemon's five list of five what is our list of five um i
3: feel like it would take so long for us to do the list of five and we've been on this topic for too long (laughs) i gotta like i gotta i gotta move on (laughs) because i know people like
5: yeah, tweet so all the folks out yeah cuz we can't think of
3: the list of five. Yeah, y'all tweet them the we'll list of five y'all. things that will fix black people that don't involve white people well, or well, anybody well, in well, the government well, at all. Well, be all.
4: careful cuz you know it might get your list might be kind of ratchet.
3: Right. Yeah, good luck. <laughs> I don't know if you've met our chat room yeah. but good luck with yeah, that. Yeah, good luck. Uh <laughs> Look, let's talk about the real important news that really uh nobody spoke about today. uh uh-uh. oh Um did y'all know that McDonald's is getting wings?
5: Oh.
2: Oh, chicken wings. Here. No, 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 no.
3: You lying. McDonald's is what? getting wings, guys. They're called the, Mighty Wings.
4: They're not even going to be, be made out of real chicken. Oh
2: my gosh. Why not just stay with the chicken McNuggets?
3: Stay in your lane. Yeah, uh, it's set to hatch a fast food menu item and a fast-growing category of its own, chicken wings. The the world's biggest food chain plans a limited-time rollout of its Mighty Wings starting September 9th with a nationwide rollout to be complete by September 24th, the day after my birthday. That's right, guys. Your birthday
1: is September 23? Yes, sir. Does that make you a Virgo? or are you a post after I'm, that?
3: I'm a Libra. Yeah, right oh, on the borderline. I'm, I'm September 19th. Oh, shout what out. Up. What up, player? I knew it was a reason, reason we got along. <laughs> what um the bone-in wings are breaded and seasoned with cayenne. Oh, you said bone-in bone-in wings oh are... so they're
4: talking about real wings
3: well well if not they'd be nuggets can
4: oh no they know how people had the boneless wings
3: okay uh the bone-in wings are breaded and seasoned with cayenne <laughs> and chili pepper will be sold through november uh the wings will be sold in packs of 3, 5 and 10 oh, starting at 2.99.
4: If there anything right. like them little chicken poppers, that shit going to be nasty.
3: Customers so, get, wait a
1: second. Mm. 2.99 is the starting and 3 so that's going to be a dollar a wing.
3: Dollar like a dollar wing. Swing. So if you order 10 wings is that $10? That's, that's
4: ridiculous. That's
3: a lot. You can go to a restaurant
2: get
4: wings for 25 well,
2: cent. Oh my god. So you know what this means? Like already wings are high. It's mm-hmm. high to get like raw wings at mm. the store at the butcher, you know what I mean? Because there's all these like little wing ding stops, wing stops. Hey, big up Rick Ross. He makes yeah, That's some damn good uh, wings. But what? if McDonalds serving over a billion people are now in the wing game, that means I'm gonna have to start buying
1: chicken now because we're gonna run out <laughs> of chicken. Yeah. There's be no chicken on Earth. So wait, and plus basically if you look at the dollar menu at McDonalds, it would be
4: one wing <laughs> <laughs> one yeah, ring we a big ass wing you pour know it in my, pour it in my head for a dime yeah
1: you know them genetically
4: modified wings ain't cheap to make them signs just cost money <laughs> you got change for a, di- <laughs> for a hundred
3: um oh but yeah i feel like uh i feel what, like, like, uh, I what, feel, what flavors like, are they gonna
5: have though what
2: flavors? well they got
3: nine sauces that oh. you can dip the wings in
2: oh okay <laughs> now, uh now, range i of- wanted to be concentrated because my favorite at wing stop
1: I, I like, uh, or, and also, at, uh, Buffalo Wild Wing. I like the, uh, like a
3: mango habanero. Mm-hmm. I like the garlic all, parmesan. There is no fake mango or habanero
1: happening
5: at
3: McDonald's.
4: I'm not going to be American. <laughs> hey, Lamont, Lamont, <laughs> so le-
3: no I wanted you to let Rhett live in her fake world of gourmet. That.
1: Oh my God. You have to <laughs> listen to the show. Her fake world is somehow going to end with me in a dress and a feather boa. Her fake oh, world. Yeah. Is not allowed to exist as long as i'm on the air <laughs> i wanted to,
3: i wanted to hear the the I'm, renditions I'm of gourmet wing sauces yeah. i'm uh, just saying so what what the sauces what the sauces uh creamy ranch to chipotle barbecue will be the dipping sauces but the wings will all be the same flavor like fried right. cayenne and chili pepper so um yeah uh, the good news is for people worried about the wing shortage I I can almost guarantee you McDonald's wings will not be made of wings. No! You'd probably be completely fine. The Uh, the
4: bones not even real bones. Yeah.
1: So this means. Suck the marrow and there'll be little ants. Yeah! Yeah! That doesn't work. Ants won't
4: even eat
3: these.
2: What if you go to, like, what if they end up being delicious and then you go to a, a. of uh, mcdonald's that's already not together as is there's gonna be bones all over the place yes all
3: over especially if it's in a black neighborhood where they uh. litter and, they, and they, they don't know how to throw things I mean, away okay. hmm <laughs> And it's gonna be like, this is why we're gonna give you niggers jobs. And then, because throw drop... bones on the ground. Yeah, then they're gonna Nobody put the- Matter
1: of fact, I'll stand at the door, be like, sagging pants, nope, you said nigger when you was walking up, nope, you're gonna <laughs> litter with those bones, uh-uh, you don't get them! Go to school! <laughs> yeah, take care of your kids! Then you can maybe have one of these funky ass wings. We
3: can solve, we can <laughs> then solve- Then you'll be black enough. We can solve all the black people's problems by withholding chicken. It seems like- that's oh, what, yeah. that's what Don Lemon fucked up. It's like, no chicken until you pull your pants up. No littering. No paw. Stop having babies. Yep. No N-word. Fuck,
1: y'all. Uh, I'll go get the boneless chicken from KFC. <laughs> no, you can't even
3: have that. Until you graduate, you get you chicken probation.
1: <laughs> you have to show your diploma to get some of these damn wings.
3: Oh, uh, Lord. chicken restrictions. <laughs> yes. Um, but, uh, uh, I like my Chief man Scott. I, restrictions. Uh, I like, I'll say that again. Uh, it's, oh yes. yes uh i like my man scott hume who says wings is a major move he's an editor for business bur- for burger business blog and he says it's like the colonel adding a cheeseburger i just like that yeah. that blew his mind
2: ah! yeah because stay in your lane i mean nick rib comes every blue moon and i'm like why so now you're gonna have nick rib and the mighty Wings. so what You gonna how much you want to bet They're going to have a commercial campaign with some black people getting the McRib and
1: the McWings and be like, oh, I did these myself. (laughs) You just brought up the best point. If Mary J. Blige got fucked up for that Burger King commercial, what is the McDonald's chicken wings commercial? (laughs) Oh,
3: that's going to be so
4: epic. Oh, my gosh.
3: Oh, I just hope, like, Drake's involved.
5: (laughs) Drake
4: Drake might, they might cry.
5: no mm. started with the burgers,
2: now we're wings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> now my
5: whole
3: crew wings, nigga. <laughs> but, uh, but then they
2: are not gonna have celery and carrot
3: sticks. I, I, I doubt it. Carrots. I mean, I don't
4: think I, I wouldn't trust the celery from Burger King. I don't, I don't think those camp, things are.
3: I don't think those things are allowed inside of McDonald's anyway.
4: No, they were spoiled.
3: Yeah, celery. It's like uh, bringing garlic into Dracula's house. Like, no thanks.
1: Like the cheeseburger, like they did experiments where you take a McDonald's cheeseburger and just leave it out for Mm -hmm. months and nothing changes. The thing is perfectly fine. You can still eat eat it. it. Yeah, you, yeah, it's all those preservatives. And then also, too, you think about the fact that like, you look at a Big Mac in the ad, and it's all full and delicious. And then you get the actual Big Mac. It's this flattened, nasty turd of a thing. So you're going to see the wings in the commercial. They're going to be these big, succulent meat and uh, this, uh, all crispy and shit. And then you're going to get the wings, and you don't even want to know what these fucking wings are going to look like. So yeah. uh, manage your expectations. Speaking of managing – one of my first jobs was the pizza manager at a McDonald's when I was 15 years old. What? And you how McDonald's had happened. pizza? Wait,
3: they put you in charge of managing the pizzas?
1: Damn right. <laughs> and that went away. So don't, don't have your high expectations for the longevity of the wing uh, fiasco that is about to happen. In all the right.
3: World. Well, all right. Well, speaking of wing fiasco, hopefully Lupe fiasco will do the commercial. Octavia, <laughs> Octavia Spencer.
1: Did the wing commercial for McDonald's and won a Clio for it.
3: Of the help fame has filed a lawsuit against the makers of a weight loss product Uh-oh. claiming that they're trying to weasel out a plane paying for an endorsement deal by falsely accusing her of breaching her contract and the lawsuit, uh. Fi- uh, in the lawsuit filed on Tuesday in Los Angeles, superior court. Spencer says she signed on to endorse the weight loss product sensor under a number of oh, conditions.
2: Crap. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what that, that is. Said, you just sprinkle, you're supposed to sprinkle it on your food and then instantly I lost my appetite. I sprinkled nonsense on my food and instantly the calories just burn out oh, I didn't sprinkle fairy to
5: dust.
3: No it's probably like pet hair or something. Oh, uh, like, uh, I don't want this food anymore. My appetite is gone. It's dander. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah! Including that she didn't want her campaign to focus on significant weight loss, that the cam cam, the campaign not use before and after pictures, that ads not be placed in tabloids and gossip magazines, and that Spencer have final approval over all creative elements.
5: Oh, no, that's never gonna happen.
3: That's ridiculous. The, uh, the agreement was for $1,250,000 payable. Woo! Payables in installment plus a $100,000 charitable donation to a foundation created by Spencer to fight childhood obesity. Uh, Spencer fulfilled her part of the agreement, including meeting her weigh-in requirements, but the campaign failed to match Spencer's expectations, and the company attempted to defy Spencer's conditions by attempting to place ads in tabloids and use before and after pics.
2: That's ridiculous. That is the main part of their, their yeah, strategy, That's yeah. You can't control that. I think that went a
3: little too Why would they, much. I want to know why would they agree to this? Yes, they
2: shouldn't even have went in went in the
4: contract with her. They were like, look, you want too much power. We can go get somebody else for this.
3: Yeah, that's crazy that they were like, and that's a lot of money too. And that's to say, we're not even going to use before and after pics. We're not going to well,
4: put how, this in magazines yes, or like, tabloids. How, how would the consumer know that it's she, real? I mean, yeah, it's, how do
3: you even know she's endorsing it?
4: That's the truth
3: like what was her plan i want to know how that's what they should have done is been like so what do you think we should do uh that you would be okay with because we do have a product to sell and you are losing the weight what do we do you know it's like well i don't want you concentrating on how much weight i lost motherfucker i don't think you understand Man, we
4: are a weight loss program <laughs> and we want people to lose weight <laughs> It's like and being, we are paying you to lose weight. We're not paying you to lose weight just to lose weight, and nobody knows you losing weight.
3: It's like an athlete that was like, "I will wear the Nikes, but I don't want you to concentrate on how stylish they look or how much better they make me in a sport
4: or my shoe size."
3: Yeah, I just I would actually like you to show me from the neck up in the ad only, and just I, say I, Nikes I, at the end. Yeah, I don't want you to, to <laughs> nobody know I play basketball. Right, believe me, Kobe's wearing Nikes. Just, just take our word for it. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was funny. Uh, That's ridiculous.
2: But you know, it's sad because you know I think of her as this classically trained actress, and I'm like, damn, is that the only way? I mean, like, look, I'm uh, like uh, an aspiring comedian, and you know, eventually I would like to make my living making people laugh and stuff. And you know, yeah, I wouldn't mind a couple extra side streams of income. And I'm like. What? What? We can only lose weight. Is that what we can do? Black women lose weight. Jennifer Hudson make her lose weight. David spencer make her lose weight. We can't do other. Star Jones like uh, I can't. I mean she was trying to say she didn't lose weight. But the thing is like like artificially. But damn, it's like can we just not be us? What happened in the good old days where, like, Star Jones was rocking Payless and and pushing the Payless? Well, you know, if... If The only thing we can do is lose weight?
3: You know what? If black women would stop calling each other bitch, then maybe somebody could give them some equal opportunity endorsements. But until 100% of black women do not use that word, then we can make them only do weight loss ads. That's that's fair. (laughs) I'm Don Lemon and I endorse this.
2: <laughs> no. I you know what? Just to buck the trend, I mean I'm I'm not uh I'm I'm in a weird in between size. I'm too big to be small and too small to be big. I'm a size twelve. So like I can't go to like certain like uh boutique stores because I can't fit in it to anything. Oh no, you ain't fit and in the ones and twos. I can't no no, I'm a twelve. I'm a twelve. One, two, twelve. Size thirty one jeans <laughs> twelve. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna rock that like that is going to be my cause celeb. I'm gonna be a size twelve. You know, once they start making clothes for size twelve, like like this is the, the chest is too small, the, the tummy is too big, the
4: they, the butt the not cut right, wide. yeah. In fact,
2: I can't I can only wear like jewelry from Ashley Stewart. I can't I'm not big enough to wear Ashley. Door closed. They said it's size 12 to 24. I'm like, who the F is the size 12 that they're measuring for? Because that chick is at least a good 40 pounds heavier than me. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's going to be my thing. I'm going to be that black female comedian that is going to be in Budweiser commercials, and I'm not going to be the maid, and I'm not going to be the nurse, and I'm not going to be like some some pine uh, saw lady. I'm just going to be inside the family size, the size 12. Sounds like my, my beer at the bar.
3: It sounds like you have the same contract as Octavia Spencer and you're going to be suing somebody.
5: <laughs> you,
2: know, man, <laughs> you know what? I, um, there was a time when I wasn't, um, sure about myself and not being confident and stuff like that. And, uh, I wanted to drop a lot of weight real, real fast. Um, i uh played around with the um one of those hydroxy cut remember hydroxy yeah, cuts? yes i you do do that mm-hmm. yes oh my god talk so about like that is like mess in a bottle
5: that yeah. is
2: like mess in a bottle you take that and they say oh you'll burn all these calories yeah there's a reason why because you get the jitters it's right. like drinking like 20 cups of
5: coffee oh
3: yeah i tried god. that one time too man and i was sitting at my desk and um i went to like type something and then i tried to like pick up a pencil and my hands were shaking and i was like why are my hands shaking which is funny because you like take that shit like well first thing in the morning you take a little bit of this and uh you know eat a banana you'll be fine and um i took the shit and i it would have like my hands were shaking so late in the afternoon that i was like what's wrong with me I, I oh wait think right yeah. I think right you know like, what I mean and yes like, oh yeah Right, it's like I it's, ecstasy in the 90s. if i would have just been like if i would have just been like snorting the powder i would have got fired like it's it's really just cocaine dude like my heart was beating i was sweating at my desk at one point and i hadn't oh done anything i was just like why am i sweating what's wrong with me and then later like that night i was like oh it's probably this shit i'm putting in my body that um i, I wasn't before you
2: know look i will tell you like this the whole issue about, like, the weight and stuff like that was, well, like, no no joking. Like, this is the one area that I'm really super glad that I'm a black woman. Because let me tell you, um, I did a comedy show, like, XYZ months ago, right? Mm-hmm. And um, it was one of those benefit charity nonsense things, right? And so it, w- it was put on by some black folk. And, of course, they're going to feed you like black folk. They're like, oh, we can't pay you because it's charity, but we'll feed you. Who? Bet. Brought out. It's me. This uh, this white comedian, this white female comedian, and like ten dudes, whatever, comics, whatever. Mm. They bring out this big old plate of wings, wings, and there's pizza and this other stuff, right? And I asked the the chick, I was like, um, you, the female comic, and I was like, you are not gonna eat some wings? She was like, no, because you know I don't want to eat, cause you know I'm something. <laughs> And I only like get that, and she's already a science for explorer. And I'm like, well, I'm going to eat my payment, because I came and I did my show, so I'm going to eat my fill of these That's for the principle. For the right. principle, okay? I did my thing for cherries, so I was like, I thought to myself, I was like, damn, hashtag white girl problems. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because clearly right. in my career, I can only be the maid. Maybe. maybe no because i'm too asian looking so it'll probably be i'll be the filipino nursemaid you know I'm well you
3: can be guy, you can be the you know, best friend of the white girl at work um who quirky. has a romantic exactly. love interest exactly. exactly i'll be quirky nobody wants yeah. to watch the movies so yeah right. i'll do that it's like the the <laughs> chick that never gets dick but is somehow hotter than the main chick like i hate that shit in romantic comedies it's like look it's my asian best friend that works in the cubicle across from me who always has interesting things to say about my life because fuck her as a person um anyway um i think uh yeah and i I identify with the weight thing too because like um i'm at that weight where i go shopping for clothes and i like bad customer service you know like i prefer (laughs) Ah! i prefer when the person does not do their job well when they're not like like if they come over there like sir do you need some help i'm like no only one of us should feel the shame of looking at all these exes um <laughs> oh, no. you you should go you should go back to the way two were doing before it's like sir i can help you we got uh new shirts over here i'm like nah i, I will look at those shirts at my own uh leisure and and cry to my own cotton don't do not do that sir <laughs> no need no need to mess up your day too um did you guys know that michael douglas and katherine zeta jones split i know i'm
2: so sad it's so sad that I didn't watch Obama's, I have a dream, these comments, but I know that they
5: marriage is breaking out. I know. <laughs> Priority.
2: It seems yeah.
3: like just yesterday when he was 55 and she was 30,
4: he was saying that her coochie coochie gave him cancer. No. I
3: knew he, I knew it was over last year or earlier this year when he said that he thinks he got cancer from sucking on her vagina too much and i said no woman can accept that level of critique publicly about that vagina i don't care who you are your marriage can't be on solid ground when you walk around here like yeah she got cancer pussy sorry that shit is over dude so i'm not even shocked
1: she had a problem with one day he came back from the set of film that liberace movie he was like I'm more comfortable in bed with Matt Damon than I am. Yes. With you. And that was when she was like, well, fuck you.
3: I'm yeah. Leaving. But, hey, she's back on the market and so is Eva Longoria. So all my players that's into them cougars, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot of money out there. Get your, get your weight up, player. Yeah, yeah,
2: but you know what? The thing is, the problem is with all this information that's come out about the marriage that she's bipolar. And big ups to my bipolar people. You know what I mean? Big mm-hmm. ups y'all like I love each one of y'all to death but thing is how many like it's, it's almost like what came first the, the chicken or the egg or the horse or the carriage or whatever like did, did she was she bipolar and then their marriage exasperated the problem to make her whatever or did it's like he was like uh, Michael Douglas was like okay this was cool but maybe Coupled with the bipolar thing I can't deal with it anymore there's almost there's only so much drama you can take from a fine woman before you have to leave
3: well technically um any married man will tell you that his woman's bipolar that's I don't know that that's a good diagnosis <laughs> we we're, we're gonna really need we need a clinical diagnosis before we start saying that because I know a lot of dudes that will come to the gym and be like, my wife is bipolar you like uh is it that are you ain't shit like which one is it because there's a lot of dudes that like get drunk and don't come home that night and then be like and she's a total bitch man i got home she was cussing me out i hate her like yeah you're also a fucking infant like i i I need something (laughs) i need more than his word
4: yes
1: and then that's also the same guy that's like yeah so that's why i had to cheat on her right (laughs) Right.
3: i need more than than michael douglas uh, uh, pardon me I'll need a clinical diagnosis before we start throwing bipolar around. True. Just cause, uh, you, you had a bad time at, at night, Mike. Um, alright, uh, we also have more, um, more articles and stuff and it's time oh, to wait, get Wait, are you
1: gonna shit on Florida while we're here? This episode?
3: No. Uh, I hope not to.
1: Okay.
3: For the record, I never go into a show like, I can't wait to shit on Florida. It just
1: happened. The articles,
3: <laughs> yeah, the yeah, articles are, so easy. the articles are the articles.
2: Don't be messing with this, the great
3: florida well (laughs) this this first article is not from florida but it is part of our first uh game show it is uh fucking with black people um it's a game that we play on the blackout tips where we read different articles from different places and um give it uh different measures of points for their ability to fuck with black people let them play our music fucking with black people that's right guys it's time (laughs) it's time for fucking with black people and this time we come all the way from uh the place that we vacationed uh-oh. North Charleston, Karen. What happened to Charleston? Don't know how we missed this by days, but uh, I'll play the article here.
6: New at 11, after not getting what he wanted from management, a Charleston man took his complaints of racial unfairness to social media.
3: The
7: company took notice and responded using Facebook to try to resolve it.
3: Tonight, our Sujatha Jan talked with both the group who took their complaints to Facebook and the restaurant and tells us what both sides have to say. <laughs>
6: We should be upset.
0: Michael Brown says he was celebrating his cousin's last day in Charleston last month at Wild Wing Cafe in North Charleston. He says after his party of 25 waited two hours for a table, the shift manager told them there was a situation.
6: She said, well, um, there's a situation where one of our customers feels threatened by your party, so (gasps) she asked us not to sit you in our section which totally alarmed all of us because we're sitting there peaceably for two hours. Obviously, if we were causing any conflict, we would have been ejected out of the place hours before.
0: Brown says while he was talking to the shift manager, someone in his group began videotaping the conversation. Brown says that's when the manager became upset and refused to seat them.
6: So I asked, I, said, I want to be clear with you. I said, so you're telling me I have to leave. She said, I have a right to deny you service. I said, so you're asking me to leave because you're upset because he was recording you. After we waited for two hours and after you've already pretty much discriminated on us. And she answered yes.
0: Brown says several calls were made to the corporate office in Mount Pleasant, but he says they did not receive a call back. So he took to Facebook with this post today. It read, I will never go to Wild Wings Cafe in North Charleston again. We waited two hours patiently and we refused service because another customer felt threatened by us. The manager looked me dead in the face and said she was refusing us service because she had a right to. That caught the restaurant's attention. We got alerted through social media, so we always encourage our customers to respond to us or to comment on our social media pages. Representatives for Wild Wing Cafe say they immediately responded and spoke to Brown. We had a conversation. It was a really good conversation. Um, He and many of his family and friends were there about a month ago, and they're regular customers of ours, and so they were having a going-away party, and um, they just didn't receive the experience that they have come to know and love about Wild Wing Cafe. Brown says an apology was offered and a free meal for the entire group but he says he's not completely satisfied.
6: We weren't coming there for a free meal when we came there that night we were we were coming to patronize the business this, this is not a situation where you know you could just give us a free meal and everything's okay because it's deeper than that.
0: Brown says between the business's Facebook page and his own page, the post has been shared 900 times so far. He says what bothers him most is that nothing was done by the restaurant until the post started circulating today. Back to you. All right. Um, I,
2: mm-hmm.
1: what? Lamont cheated because he posted a picture.
3: Well, now nah, this isn't against the, the race. race. This is just... Uh Fucking no, with black Greg's people I'
1: always playing a game called uh indict lamont
3: oh okay, well you're fine everything's fine you are wrong, lamont. this is this is guest the race not 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 I mean this is a guest of race this is fucking with black people uh and the thing I like about this the most is that Wild wing has already brought chicken restrictions to life like.
5: <laughs>
4: they
3: were like look some of these black people had a pan sagging i saw a couple of people throw some gun wrappers on the ground coming in yeah, we can't be
4: certain they were mm-hmm.
3: they were calling each other nigga i didn't see a lot of I high heard school a few bitches
4: in the group yeah
3: people. i didn't see any high school graduation rings on anybody's fingers and a couple of these people had babies with no wedding rings on their hand. And I refused them service till they get that shit together. Y'all on chicken restriction. And it worked. Ah! You know, next thing you know, people on Facebook. So, and then
1: they asked for some ice wings. water while they were waiting. You know what I put in there? Lemon. <laughs>
3: oh, I showed them. Put Don Lemon in there. <laughs> okay, wait a minute. Because I'm not
2: from the side. Uh, those must be some hellified wings. Okay, cause that's <laughs> two hours. That's Red Lobster waiting time. That's Red Lobster after
3: church. If baby. you have and, 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 if you have a group of 25 people, you're going to wait.
4: Yeah, and then I think that's a the thing. They expected to wait, especially if you don't, like, call in. And probably You probably can't make reservations out of Wild Wing. So odds are they walked up. They was like, hey, it's 25 of us. They were probably in the middle. So they was like, hey, we understand. It's a lot of us. We're going to have to wait. But. Even if that was an issue, how dare you turn around and tell a customer that another customer has an issue with them? Yeah, that's ridiculous. How
2: that went. Like, oh, my God, look at all those black people. <laughs> I should not eat my wings and piss with all those black people looking at me eating my chicken.
3: Certainly, like, certainly you won't be seating those Negroes here.
2: <laughs> oh. they Oh, yeah, that other way. Men not to dine with all those blacks. <laughs> you, me and you know, my wife.
4: You know what they say? Isn't those the black people that Don Lemon was talking about on right. that show, honey? I think it is. It's
3: okay to discriminate against those kind. Um, well, actually, you can't take it to Don Lemon
1: because the George Zimmerman yeah, defense they're... did let a lot of people know what kind of black people can be shot and killed. Yeah. So well. Yeah. Before that,
3: this is more about the this. Well, they didn't shoot any. So I'm just gonna say discrimination, that's for Lincoln. Yeah. If it now if somebody would have got killed, that's Florida's fault. I'm sorry, but (laughs) you guys you guys didn't want me to bash Florida, but if someone would have got shot, we would have been.
1: Jay Z, Justin Timberlake boycott of Florida went really well as they did their (laughs) concert and appeared all over clubs in in Florida last week. I told
3: everybody that shit wasn't gonna last. What what a anyway. I I don't wanna piss everybody off again, but I told y'all that was bullshit. Um a hundred points. For this. I
4: ah, guess they do. One
3: hundred points wild you, wings. You know what? This is van fucking tastic. Oh, great and, way to fuck with black and people. And to
4: me, you get an extra twenty five points for ignoring them until it's posted on Facebook.
3: Yes, that's what like I would have only given this seventy five points. But the fact that they said, uh, we're not gonna acknowledge you until it's on Facebook and people are sharing the status, that's when I said, Yo, that's a hundred points. Y'all were clearly fucking with black people. Um Second contestant. For two days in a row, we've had two fucking with black people oh, contestants. Yeah, we ain't got another one. Yeah. All right, now this one's shorter. Okay. All right. This is because I'm not reading all this shit. But there's a blog or website called the DA Online. And the art they have an article by Caitlin O'Neill. And the title is "The Parallels Between Macklemore and Martin Luther King
1: Jr." Okay. Oh, get of
4: here. Um, not to be stupid, but who's Macklemore?
3: Karen, he was rapping. He did thrift
4: shop.
1: Oh, currently on the cover of Rolling Stone. Oh, was
4: was was, was, was that that dude that went after?
1: All right, right
2: after- <laughs> <man>. <laughs> say all the
5: words
4: okay thank but god my... but that would not stop you I my word on. I was not... oh this song this is my j- i like this song all right. All right. Okay. you know how
3: mlk used to come after that you know <laughs> i have a dream uh,
4: is this the all same right t- okay dude that came on after justin tim blake oh that's yeah dude? uh
3: nah, it's the same dude I okay. think. yeah he, the one that had the song about gay people and stuff yes yeah,
4: yeah. okay
3: so uh He's very similar to Martin Luther King, and you know how? Uh, you know what, Karen? No, fuck no. This isn't about fucking with black people. This isn't about <laughs> re- the merit of your argument oh my bad yeah i'm not my discussing bad. this shit and you
4: know what you know what it I, does not deserve discussion it I, they, gets a 100 points yeah you know they, they, they it's they, easy they, they 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 get 100 points for the simple fact that they ain't got shit to do with each other you get fucking a 100 and points. they waited
3: till the fifty, like this anniversary of the i have a dream speech to be like <laughs> hey this white dude who raps about gay people is not and is in no way gay um i love how his first verse on his gay song um explains to everybody how not gay he is so that's really way to keep it real hetero dude um but yeah uh a 100 points good thank you yeah, the up today. yeah man this is uh one of those days i could have done four or five of these i just picked the two best ah! and yes, moved on thank you It is kind of like, you know, it's kind of catchy. We probably would have got civil rights a couple years earlier if Macklemore had been in charge of the music. Of you know? course. know. Um,
2: right forget Mahalia Jackson at the Washington Monument. Mm-hmm. We got a
1: Macklemore.
3: Let's talk yeah, about...
1: Jump to Eminem. <laughs> they went
3: right to MLK. Dude, MLK. Like, white people have no fucking concept, dude, of uh-huh. context. They just be like... I guarantee she was like, wait, tomorrow's the I Have a Dream speech anniversary.
5: See, <laughs> guess I, what?
2: I, I, re- I remember getting into it with um like XYZ years ago before it was fashionable for everyone to stand up for um gay marriage and stuff like um I got into it with a guy who came out of the closet when he was in his mid 40s cuz mm-hmm. he had designed this t-shirt the whole like with the two water fountains that the traditionally you would see the, the nice white one and then the the black Crappy one, looking like a urinal. Except he had one that said instead of white, it said straight, and the the shitty black one it was gays. And I was like, I take, I'm taking issue with your shirt. And he was like, Well, it's the same thing. Gay rights is the same as black rights, and we're fighting for our civil rights. I, I respect this fighting for your rights, but the thing is, I cannot make people not know that I'm a black woman. You mm-hmm. know what I mean I can't blend in? Like if you're a gay uh, a woman gay man of means and that has power and like is like almost a millionaire they're not going to treat you the same way as like some little poor gay kid who ran away from home because his whole family is like ostracized him but at the same time you can still blend in white guy you can pretend that you're straight as you've done for the past 40 years until you decide to come on out I I can't yeah
3: this is the worst thing I've ever heard in my life (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I do not agree with this. I think, uh, I think, well, you know what it is. It, it's a very simple thing. It's a comparison compared to, uh, saying something's equal. And if he was to say, well, I feel like it's similar, I could give him some leeway on, hey, it's all civil rights and there's some similarity in the struggle. But, but he really did pick the exact worst way to illustrate it. It reminds me of the feminist who had the slut march uh the slut walk in canada because the ca- the police up there were like well no wonder y'all are getting raped look what you got on so they all go up there and they're like we're gonna wear slutty clothes quote unquote and we're gonna protest against the police you still need to protect us and one of the signs said women are woman is the nigger of the world and there were like three sisters behind the sign like you know that had nothing to do with the sign but just having to show up to the rally and their face was full of like what the fuck and that is that moment where you're like, yeah, um, that ain't the way to express with your problem, dog. Uh, so no. anyway, uh, it's time. Speaking of racism, it's time for some guest to race guys. Okay. That's right. It's time for a Guess the Race. The Whoever number.
1: Guess the Race will win some Samsonite luggage and a lifetime supply of Rice Aroni. It's San Francisco's treat. <laughs> all
3: of the, all the contestants of Guess the Race get the take home prize of Red Kool Aid. Today's contestants are <laughs> Lamont and Rhett from Brown Skin and Glasses.
1: Oh, Paul, are you guys. You know what the most disgusting thing I ever saw? Well, not ever, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Somebody was making. Kool Aid, but they were using Splenda for the
3: oh, sugar. That is, the
2: oh, that,
3: that is disgusting. That
5: is disgusting.
3: Oh, no, it's okay. No. Nope.
2: You need to use diamonds. It's got to be diamond sugar, baby.
3: The audience always loves a little banter before we get started, so I appreciate that. I didn't even have to ask you guys questions. Here is the first guest of race story. um
7: We had to Lorda hill Florida, where a seemingly routine traffic stop took a bizarre turn. And left the officers being the ones charged. NBC in Miami reports that officers Frank Hartley and Thomas Miranda are facing charges of simple battery and unlawful compensation after they pulled two women over for a suspected DUI and asked them to perform sexual acts to avoid arrest. According to the affidavit, the women said that they received an uh, inappropriate pat-down and they were groped. And if that wasn't bad enough, Officer Miranda's reported request made it even worse. And after the sexual encounter, the women told investigators Officer Miranda wanted to be punched in the groin area by one of the victims. With Officer Hartley giving her specific instructions on what to do. Well, according to the women, Miranda assured them that doing so would turn him on while Hartley backed him up, saying he really enjoys this. Well, as they had uh-huh. complied with, the, with the other requests, the women then proceeded to Miranda, kick Miranda in the crotch. A police department spokesman ah. said that they are disappointed in the officer's actions, but an attorney representing Miranda said his client shouldn't be facing charges. He reportedly told NBC Miami, "Quote: Unlawful compensation is defined as a benefit or an advantage. As a member of the male population, I can say that never in a million years is it a reward to get hit in the family jewels."
3: Yeah, uh, all, unless you get a boner. I can't help that this article comes from Lauder Hill, Florida. Oh, Florida. Get your shit together. Second of all, uh it absolutely can be considered uh, unlawful conversation if your dick gets hard. Like, the dude was like, no man wants to be hitting the balls. Uh I say, if you're watching a porn, you'll see some men do want to get hit in the balls. Okay, so maybe it's one in a million, but she found that one. Now, guess the race.
2: Oh, uh, they got I, kicked,
1: though. They got kicked? The girls no. or the cop, are we talking?
3: We're guessing there's two cops. They're different oh, yeah. races. Both They're two, two, two cops, different races. There's Officer Miranda, Thomas Miranda, 34 years old, and 33-year-old partner of him, Franklin Hartley, Guess the race. Are they the same? They're different races.
1: Okay, white and Latin. White and Latin. Oh, okay. yeah, definitely.
3: White and Latin. Let's definitely check the chat room. Latin. One who ate cheese when he wrote the script Don Lemon read about what's wrong with black people. Uh, they're all white. I said they're different races, chat room. What are you guys doing? <laughs> um, this
4: probably, they must have posted.
3: I'm only reading there. the ones that count. I'm only, well, let's see, white and Cuban, white and Latino, Chico and the man. <laughs> 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 oh man. I like that one. Uh, white and Latino, uh, both black, Shirley, uh, even though I said they were both different races uh harvey Cattell, bad cop white latino race denier white the correct answer is white no 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 i'm sorry latino and black
2: no no effing
3: way nobody got it right nobody got it right so no way wait
4: a minute wait a minute The the crowd is not pleased i'll put okay, it in the chat i'll post it
3: i'll put it in the chat you guys can look at the picture yourself oh
2: uh, wait 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 one of them wanted to be kicked so i'm assuming that's the latin dude yeah this but Did this Somebody ask for bj please
3: say it the they oh, just said grope they said groping and stuff you know the worst part is to me Ooh. is that i would rather be the dude getting kicked in the junk than the guy who reassures the women that the other dude likes to get kicked in the junk with that much confidence. Like, how do you know that? I,
4: that was like, my question. What have you
3: been doing around that man's junk to give you that much authority? Like, okay. trust so, me, so ladies.
1: presuming that cops are normal people. <laughs> that is the <not laughs> right? And if you take two regular people and stick them around each other, you're going to learn a lot about each other, all right? Yeah. But cops being mentally deficient and in many cases, their the conversation is just going to go bad places. And this is why they know these things. Uh, yeah. Sidebar. No, connected.
2: Fuck the police. All
3: right. Okay, alright. No, um, uh, I
2: mean, I just think it's like they read too many penthouse form letters. You know man. what I mean?
3: <laughs> <laughs> that must you know, have been it.
2: Exactly. Me and, my partner,
1: and I bet you, the please say that the chicks they picked were black. Uh, they like, didn't show the race of the, the chicks, chicks.
3: but uh, I imagine they were white if they kicked. So,
1: wait, if they got so far as to kick them in the balls, does that mean they sucked the dick?
3: I, they didn't say if they they said groping. They didn't say anything about okay. dick sucking.
1: Can I because just I also add- tell you a little story quickly about the uh, cops from that region? Because my accident happened kind of which
3: region? The Nether regions or something else? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> I missed that damn. <laughs> I wish I heard that. <laughs> the I nether.
3: I say which region, the, the nether, nether regions, region? or something uh, okay. else. okay,
1: All right. No, the uh, the my accident happened kind of near Lauderhill, mm-hmm. and so and so here's the in my incident with two of the cops that, uh, that from a, from an accident. Okay, so my car hits this other hits the bottom of a, another car, totals the car. My I, I smell hotness coming from my car, heat. So I go to the front. My car is on fire. Okay, this other cop happened to have pulled up. You know, it was that just just didn't want to be there and Mm -hmm. so i go over to the cop i'm like hey my car's on fire do you have a fire extinguisher he literally goes turns around slow as shit and starts walking back to his car (laughs) meanwhile some other like a road ranger or somebody with a tow truck had a extinguisher they go racing over and put it out i'm like thank you okay
3: oh my god so
1: this is so after this happens i'm sitting there i'm actually sitting on the highway just like like a little dazed, a little shock or what have you. And so the second cop, Haitian cop, comes over and he goes, What's your role here? And he was pissed or something. He was just angry and at a not out of ten, at an eight point five. What's your role here? I'm pointing to the destroyed car over here, like I just came out of that, like thinking I might get a little sympathy. He's like, You better have your license, registration, insurance, and you stand by that car and you'll be ready when I come back. I was like, Motherfucker, that shit was just on fire I don't and I just filled up the gas tank. I do not want to be near that thing. So yeah. by the way to cops in that region fuck the entirety of you Sorry.
3: so and i and i'm supposed to be the one that goes in on florida i'm just saying
1: oh, i'm saying no. I, no i'm here fuck florida no i understand when you do it every time because yeah. there's some fucked up shit that goes on here but fuck them fuck the police i agree I just as a
2: footnote remember as if anyone recalls the start of the show moms had a really crappy august yeah. So, look, if somebody breaks into my house, do not fuck the police. I will not be doing any of that. I will be calling
1: what, you. you think they're going to because... find your shit? They'll take a list of the shit. You could have yeah. made a fucking
3: list. Nah, they'll find I her shit. They'll find did. Red. They will definitely find Red shit cuz she's definitely going to hit those dudes in the balls. No problem. <laughs> seems like seems like a woman of means that gets shit done and I believe she will happily kick yeah. them in the balls, especially if she
4: hey, see if, the top of their buttocks.
3: If they need the motivation, uh they hey, can If that's
2: Black screen tv back into my
3: house then yes i will kick away you know Where am I? Ah! i'm straight as a am straight as an arrow but if that's the difference between me going away with, with a slap on the wrist or a ticket i'll kick you in your balls dog real talk i won't i won't touch them or follow them but i will kick you in your motherfucking nuts no problem ah! <laughs> i'll be like wait so i like that would be the problem would be the hold up between me going so wait i get to kick a cop in the nuts for no for nothing Wait, wait, what's the catch? Where's Ashton Cusher? Ashton, get out here, buddy. Come on. (laughs) You're telling me that I can kick (laughs) Yeah. Can I go change into some boots? Because I got some boots in the trunk. Can I just put my boots on? I got some steel toes. We're going to get this thing right, sir. You just said that
1: in the chat. Rochambeau,
3: motherfucker. Right. (laughs) No problem, man. The other dude's like, yeah, he really likes it. I'm like, what about you? You want something, too? Nah, I'm good
2: nah I don't. I don't get that though like i mean i understand like a lot of folks they you know you have your own things you mm-hmm. know little rough stuff here and there but the the punching and the what you call it i just don't i don't get it
3: all right here we That's go normal. i'll tell you who doesn't get it this lady Uh oh here's another guest to race article i hope you guys are Please better than last normal. time
0: charges after she held two
4: men hostage and demanded sex. According to court documents, 52-year-old Terry Boyd is in custody. Newsline 9's Nate Barrett has been following this story for us. He's joining us now from our newsroom and he brings us the very latest. Nate.
8: According to court documents, Wausau police responded to a call on 6th Street early Monday morning. When they arrived, authorities say two men were yelling for help from an upstairs window. When they told Wausau police that 52-year-old Terry Boyd refused to let them leave until one of them had sex with her. According to court documents, Boyd was combative when officers trying to arrest her for disorderly conduct. She was later taken to Aspirus Hospital and was cleared by doctors. Later that same day, officers were called back to the same home. Again, investigators say Boyd was not allowing one of the men to leave. This time, she was arrested on charges of false imprisonment. Boyd oh my was charged God. yesterday. A judge set her signature bond for fifteen hundred dollars. Boyd does not have a defense attorney listed for this case. Reporting live in the newsroom, Nate Barrett, Newsline Nine. Daniel.
3: All right, guys. So, guess the oh race. My God. Uh, See, this is
8: what happens when people live,
2: people read too much Penthouse form. This was a fantasy that clearly went much awry, <laughs> horribly awry. Because that was probably she was probably reading that and be like, yeah. And then I had two guys install my cable. And something <laughs> told me to turn around and lock the door. I lured them upstairs with the promise of big play that happened from the <laughs> And when we got up there, I took all my clothes off. And they Lord. said, no, lady, we don't
3: want none of that. And then Lamont was wearing a dress. a uh, Boa. Um, I want to know, like, what? How bad was it that this person decided to turn pussy down like that's gotta be like a really big blow to your self-esteem it, when it, somebody is like
4: not like you. When,
3: when you say listen nobody's going to one of you guys hit this pussy and the dude looks out the window and goes help
5: somebody, <laughs> somebody!
2: Were too pro- they were probably too Two new Mormon missionaries. It was just two dudes <laughs> in short sleeve white dress shirts <laughs> and their bicycles. They was probably just trying to share her the word of Joseph Campbell and the Book of Mormon. And they were like, wow, our first visit is going really well. She <laughs> I offered just, us.
4: <laughs> yeah, she locked she like that door. Dog, she was like, dog
3: I just want to see her face when they like, we up here. Like like Let us free. She got she like got the door locked, officer, please. Like what? Wow. So where's, where's Charles? Um, what you call it,
2: when you need him, the dude from Cleveland.
3: What's his name? Oh, the, Charles uh, Ramsey. Charles Ramsey's yeah, gonna come it's in there. Charles Ramsey in this story. <laughs> I oh, ain't real with I the, the dude. McDonald's. I <laughs> was eating McDonald's seeing two dudes screaming for yeah. help. I was eating. I was eating McDonald's new wings, and I I, I walked by um, and I heard him screaming. All right, guys. So guess the race of what was her name? Was it McLeod? Or, Terry. Something? It was Terry Boyd. She's fifty-two of Wasau. Cave bitch. Cave bitch. Ooh, why am I say it like that? Because that's how Ice Cube told them.
1: Mm. <laughs> Shit, niggas had me in a dress. <laughs> always, so I gotta come with something hard. I to, hey, I was doing that to help your career,
2: okay? <laughs> I, I need not <laughs> your help. I need, help
1: you. need not your help.
2: Okay, look, I gave you a choice. You could either be, you could either be Medea or well, oh you
1: long food to
2: and love
1: Julie Newmar. Hey, are there and... any black women with glasses that want to co-host a podcast? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Red, what, what race do you think this lady is? All right. Let's check the chat room. See what they believe the race is. The chat room says aged white cheddar. Oh my. Molly Cyrus off that Molly. Oh that Boniva and Activia really works white. Oh my. One whose ass is the same color and shape oh as Swiss cheese. Uh, one whose ass is the same color and shape as Swiss cheese. I like that ass is in quotes. The woman, oh the woman was a 50 shades of gray reader white woman. Oh. Uh, no. you, you gonna take this pussy white. White woman, flat booty. Uh, it ain't no fun if she can't get none. Girl going wild, white. Oh my! White misery, white. One who suffers from hereditary back and thigh disease. Oh. And ah. Wizite. The correct answer is, white. is white. I think oh, everyone right. got that right. Good job, guys.
2: Well, she, is, she, she, is, she, is she? Is
3: she heavy? Well, is she trying that? Um. She was a she was a little middle-aged and heavy i do appreciate that her mug shot she still had the audacity to smile wow. though
4: Yeah, she looked happy like, uh
3: that's that's beautiful to me just to have that confidence like yeah they turned on this pussy but it ain't affecting me y'all well it's time for some bonus guess the race guys this is where everything goes into the the bonus round double the points there's double the points double the racism here we go Points, the the race. Race. all right guys how do you think you're doing so far
5: Fantastical.
3: all right all right well hopefully we get those scores up a little bit more and uh in the bonus round remember everything is double hopefully you don't get too nervous
5: no whammies no
3: whammies an 18 year old is believed to be the first person to be charged with murder because of his tweets
4: oh my tell y'all folks well, i've been, know, t- the, been you know, telling
3: i thought she was gonna say the race already okay oh
2: oh, you know that's a caucasian gentleman
3: all right cody hall vehicular manslaughter charge was upgraded to murder partly because he boasted about driving dangerously on twitter Uh, he is now being held without bail over the death of diana herv 58 years old who was struck as she cycled in dublin california on june 9th her husband, Johan, survived the collision with a broken arm. Were they, on, were they both on different bikes or one of those bikes with two seats? They
2: probably yeah, one of tandem bikes. I wonder. Or was he on the
3: handlebars? Was she on the handlebars? Yeah, yeah. wee. Oh! Hall's driving record and pattern, along with Twitter posts in which he allegedly boasted at speeding at 140 miles per hour and urged, someone come on a death ride with me. Factored <laughs> factored in upgrading the charge to murder. He also alleged to have cheated. Live fast, die young. Um, this nigga must have just watched with Need for Speed Six. Uh, <laughs> I mean, fast and, fast and Furious Six. Um, Hall had been driving at eighty three miles an hour in a forty mile per hour lane when he hit the hearse.
4: He was pushing it.
3: Mm hmm. The Twitter message will likely serve as a pre offense statement, similar to an email or a handwritten God. note to support the prosecution's theories of implied malice uh, required to prove a murder charge. So uh, it'll be up to the jury to determine if his tweets express intent to commit murder. Um, guess the race of Cody Hall. Uh, Rhett, are you sticking with white?
2: I'm sticking with
3: white. All right, Lamont. Black. Black, all right, let's check Black. the chat room and see what, what they believe. Like? I drive
2: hard in the paint, killing <laughs> people, hitting.
3: <laughs> Here's a drive-by.
2: Ride on their bicycle, man
3: uh yeah he's white corny bumper sticker tweets ha ha poor quality sad face white male smoking white boy trying to get into a gang justin beaver never say never
5: <laughs>
3: johnny manziel white is right whiter than the cast of the world's End. <laughs> damn Rod, you push them dude bros to this <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> All right. What who was furious over lunch, over looch dogs 33 rated podcast rated? When did these start making it to the chat? <laughs> <laughs> white, no white tees in this, that part of town and white boy. The correct answer is white. So everybody except Lamont. Oh, and, and wait, by the way, Lamont.
1: Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
4: hey, the, yes. the crowd the crowd's uh, now, please.
1: While we talked on those dude bros real quick, mm-hmm. you couldn't have fucking done that to people who are in between the, you know, the 12 to 17 that we're fluctuating around <laughs> and one, like, you couldn't have knocked somebody out in the rankings that could have pushed up, up one spot?
3: In all fairness, the first day they talked about us, they were, like, 23rd on the rankings, so... Below I'll, us, so fuck them. So hopefully, you know, that moved somebody up. I don't know where, you know, I don't even here's what's ironic i don't keep up with those fucking rankings mm-hmm. i don't we like don't.
5: you're always at one
3: yeah i it, like <laughs> i would only like i even if i was at like because it moves every day it does. some it days does you're, you're gonna be one some days you're gonna be two some days you're gonna be fucking whatever it doesn't matter
2: yeah, I that he said some days you're one and some days you're two <laughs> well i mean that's that's <laughs> No, those are dreams those are dreams and then i wake <laughs> up and i'm one again like,
3: like we definitely,
1: we crack the top ten, okay? And, and <laughs> it feels nice, and it feels special. You know what I'm saying? Quite frankly, if you were to put out a list of five things that can make your podcast get, I would read that list, okay?
3: <laughs> uh yeah. Black podcasts need to pull their pants up. I can hear it on the mic. Um, uh, but yeah, that, that 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 shit was so stupid. Anyway, fuck them. Um, <laughs> last article. And then we gotta we gotta do some sword ratcheting. So here we go, oh, guys. Yeah. Concentrate on this one, guys. This is, this is going to be a tough one, and I hope everybody wish you good luck.
8: Sunday night, the management oh, of these so small lots got the after-hours phone call all retailers fear. We got a phone call from the police department saying that there had
2: been a break-in at the store.
8: But when they got to the store on Route 23 in Wayne, nothing appeared out of place. Oh, the shoot. eye in the sky sees everything, so they went to the videotape. The cameras caught it all. A handful of young men cautiously enter the store before heading downstairs. They do a little shopping, calling out to a clerk who never shows up. After doing a little mental math, the guys decide to pay for sunglasses and batteries, even though no one's around to force them. So, how'd this happen? At around 7 o'clock on a Sunday, the shopping mall here is still open, including the pharmacy and grocery store on either side. But Buddy's small lots was closed although you wouldn't know it because the lock on the front door had malfunctioned. The system also leaves most of the lights on, so employees admit it pretty much looks open. Buddies just opened their Wayne location, and the store's leadership says they're happy to be part of such an honest community.
2: Buddies really wants to thank them, so we'd love for them to come forward and tell us who they are so that we could give them some gift certificates
4: and hopefully just say thank you in person.
8: On camera, they've already left a good impression. In Wayne, Luke Mark. All right.
2: Hey, clearly this is the same crew that waited two hours for chicken wings.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, Rat is going with black. Leave over, going into I empty going stores, paying for I'm stuff when no one's there.
2: I'm not going black. Oh, okay. Going black.
3: What, what what race are you going with, Rat?
2: You know, it's like do the. Real-
5: Oh shit!
3: It's going to, have to All right, so you are going with white? What about you, Lamont?
1: I have no chance of winning. No matter what I say, it's going to be wrong. I'm going to go Asian.
3: Asian. All right. Let's check oh, the. Yeah, uh, it could be an Asian. Yeah, it's double. This double. This is the big time, guys. This is double the points, man. I, you know, uh, good luck to both of you guys. The chat room says, um. The only reason this is news is because they're surprised they're black. So they're saying black. Black, says Nick Jew. Honest white people, says Kia. One described as a class act and one of the good ones, says Terry. Ned Ned Flanders white. They also bought watermelon, says Red Bull Science. Oh, Lord. Both black. Kerry Washington black. Alabama blue guns black. White. White. We don't do that, says Don't Ask No Questions. Real Americans white says Joe. Um says Farger. (laughs) Mayberry resident, says Joe Spacely. Grand Wizard, says the KC Stark. Oh my. This made news because they were young African African American males. Their pants pulled up, says Brent. Don Lemon will be so proud. And jump off says only cheddars. The correct answer is black. And for the few people that did get it, Yay. isn't Guess the Race wonderful? It's the only game where you lose and you win at the same time.
1: Ugh. So Yay. that was the really good point. The only reason it made the news is because they were surprised of black people doing that. So. Mm-hmm.
3: As we all were, because nobody guessed black that didn't already know what the article was. I feel like, man, I feel bad because you guys had a bad outing, man. I'm going to give you one more chance with, you, uh, with double what? double the what? points, guys, okay? okay? One more chance. He committed the ultimate crime. Oh, shit. Of fashion. Oh, <laughs> a Brooklyn cell phone crook's poor wardrobe choices led to his arrest when his saggy jeans tripped him up during his getaway attempt and allowed cops to chase him down. That's a damn trip. Joelle Donaldson, 21 years old, allegedly punched his victim in the face before snatching her phone at around 2.30 p.m. at court in Remsen Streets, just steps from the Borough Hall.
2: Oh, I know where that is.
3: He then tried to get away on foot, but he didn't get far. His droopy blue jeans, which left his boxer shorts exposed, kept slipping as he ran. A cop who was directing traffic nearby spotted the bungling bad guy's sorry satirical situation, and... <laughs> <laughs> and uh hurried after him. Donaldson made it only about a block before his pants were completely around his ankles, allowing officers to tackle him near Jorman Street. He was zigging all zigzagging all over the place, but he couldn't run because his pants were falling down, witness Arlene Williams said. The, this cop saw it, he went right after him. Donaldson was arrested two blocks from the Brooklyn Criminal Court and charged with robbery, cop said Guess the race of Joel Donaldson, pan sagging phone burglar. Uh, Black says Lamont.
2: Damn. I can't help but feel like this is like a white guy, like, uh, that things went terribly wrong. He watched too many rap videos, and then the saggy pants just got out of control. Oh, uh, damn. Oh, no black all
3: right oh. well, if he if he is black that would make him the only black person in brooklyn on the night of the mtv awards no. don don lemon oh. uh point proven said kia although i don't think that proves don lemon's point because if he has pants up that make him a better robber which i don't think don was for that i don't think <laughs> he any, got away i don't think anybody is for that <laughs> 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 we need more black people getting away with theft that's the problem. Um, Pull your pants up so you can run fast from yeah,
5: crimes.
3: This is my five, my five ways to save the community is helping them get away with crimes. Learn how to wear gloves during robberies. <laughs>
4: you learn not to leave your fingerprints at the, at the scene of the crime. <laughs>
3: point number three, DNA evidence. Um, Don Lemon's point Proven black, one who is stopped and frisked. A diabetic who smokes menthol cigarettes, refers to Kool-Aid flavors by their color, and has several baby mamas. Oh, my. Black, a white guy would have been wearing hipster skinny jeans.
2: Oh, that's
3: a great point. <laughs> and he would have ironically robbed the phone and gave it back. Uh stupid white boy trying to be like his favorite rapper. Blackity black black, Latino, one who frequents the Obama phone tents, nigga, nigga. Ellian Gonzalez cousin.
2: Ooh, he could have been
3: Latin. Pants yeah. on the ground looking like a fool with his pants on the ground. Mm. Forrest Dumb. I don't think that's a race red bone sign you but i'm gonna go with black because that that was that dude that made the song i guess yep. i don't know Forrest gump in uncle ruckus voice gold cap wearing fake gold chain no ged for a different baby for a different baby mama having nigger. i don't think uncle ruckus knows black people that well white because <laughs> white because it was satirical not typical uh the correct answer is, is
4: black y'all both got
2: Violet. it right
3: it hurts to be white, like Yeah, guess the race is the only game with only losers. And some people did guess white trying to throw off the scent or something.
4: <laughs> Calm down, crowd. Calm down.
2: I think they thinking of Malibu's wa- most wanted. Like, I wanted it to be like Jamie Kennedy in bad <laughs> saggy
3: pants. then <but. laughs> his, his freestyle with the word nigga and a room full of black people. Um exactly. Alright, man. It's time to talk about something that is near and dear to my heart. Uh you know, Something that I really... We have to talk about every episode, and that is Sword Ratchetness, guys.
5: Sword Ratchetness. Swords! Yay!
3: Boo! <laughs> Police say a man threatened his roommate with a sword. You see, people, this is what they do. It's uh, his roommate. You trust this man to split half the rent... The only thing he wants to do is split you in half with his <laughs> sword. Ga- a Gainesville man, oh Florida, oh my, early Saturday morning, pulled out a four foot long sword and threatened to stab his roommate of two weeks.
4: Two weeks, four, four foot. foot. That, that was. That, that, I'm a foot and in two inches See, tall. Right now. you know what?
3: I blame the roommate for this shit because why the fuck didn't you say I don't want to live here the second you saw a four foot fucking sword in the middle of the living room? <laughs> How do you go?
2: Drinking,
3: th- seems like a stable was, guy. Yeah,
2: he was probably drinking milk out of the carton, though. <laughs> he deserved that threat. Yeah, okay. Don't be drinking milk out of the carton. You just started living here. You ain't even buying milk.
3: People with sores do shit like write their name on the orange juice, and it's not even orange juice they bought. Like that's the kind of <laughs> shit they do because they <laughs> got that's a sword. Like
4: shit, you can have it.
3: Joshua Allen Hobson, twenty-six years old, got into an argument with Mike Carson around three twenty a.m. That's Wait. what sore people do. Three twenty in the morning. Yeah, sword
2: people don't even sleep. Yeah, so it's guess- probably some milk. He probably wanted some cereal because he came home from his shift at IHOP. He wanted some cereal. It was only a drop left in the container. A swallow left in the container.
3: <laughs> when Hobson grabbed the sword and the point and pointed the tip of the blade at Carson's midsection, uh, he said he was going to kill him. Carson locked himself in a bedroom and called 911 when Hobson unsuccessfully tried to get in. This is how stupid people with swords are. You have a fucking sword and you can't get in a door? The sword is the fucking ultimate key. Just fucking chop the lock off or stick it right where the, the lock slot, slot is and just go in. Yeah, but he ain't want to lose his deposit, though.
2: You don't want to to be doing unnecessary damage. You want to mm. damage the dude but not the door no <laughs> ah! nobody wants to... <laughs>
4: might not get that deposit, deposit back
3: yeah when you're yes. up at 320 in the morning i'm sure you're thinking very <laughs> logical uh so carson oh wait so the hobson i mean police found hobson sitting outside with the sword next to him uh or as i like to call it case closed hobson at first said ah! he had the sword out because carson was interested in seeing it then, then he told police yeah. he had it for self-defense <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> What? This is the dumbest possible defense for that crime. Uh, he wanted to see it in his spleen. And, uh, well, actually, he was coming at me. That's why he locked the door. And I was outside with a sword. Cause he was, I was defending myself. What kind of stand your ground bullshit is that?
2: I made an inquire about what's up with this milk and then dude looked at me menacingly and I start screaming
3: ah! This is always the point in the show where I literally have a 2 hour and 15 minute love fest with Rhett and then we get to the sword shit and I'm like why do I keep inviting them back? I don't know what is she cannot get on board with the sword ratchiness that is obviously a problem in America
2: What's the sword? There's nothing like Sword, you know what I mean? First of all, it sounds cool. Sword, you don't have too many words with an S and a W that sound so
4: magnificent. Swords, and this, just think it's an awesome weapon. You this, know, this is my, why my, Lamont wins the poll. Yep, I said my votes for Lamont.
3: This is why he wins the poll every week. This is a, this is what happens. We get to, everybody's like, I'm gonna vote for Rhett. She was making good jokes and shit, and I was talking about being a size twelve. But I she can relate. Was funny, and yeah and you know lamont gonna be wearing a dress so i don't you know that i can't vote for that i hate tyler perry then next thing you know lamont just plays the back doesn't say a word sword shit come up and people go oh no lamont wins
4: like he sits no, back he sits I, back on. Mm-hmm, she gonna sink this ship
2: yeah. but it's so but you can't imagine walking around town instead of like gunslinger you don't want to have like a nice four-foot sword at your side no one would f with you. No one's drinking the last swallow of milk. You will have your cookie crisp cereal at three <laughs> Yes, you will. After your You're going baby
4: to get all your Captain Crunch.
2: Oh I Jesus! I'm just saying, it's nothing like a magnificent sword. And it, it, I, please say it was one of them curvy ones, like a pirate, like a four foot <laughs> pirate sword. <laughs> like, <laughs> looking like he about to cut grass with the day neighbors please say that it did double duty kept his roommate in line and, and he cut some grass see
3: this is just proving my argument because if i had a sword i would cut you right now and that is why we don't need people to have swords now you get to say crazy shit and stay alive and i get to stay out of jail i i, I feel like i'm still on the right side. Uh, He was arrested for aggravated assault, and he's being held on $15,000 bail. I at least appreciate the amount of bail that they had. That's a pretty good number, but I can't believe he only got aggravated assault and not attempted murder. Uh, That's just sad. But uh, anyway, make sure you guys check out Rhett and... Lamont. Yay!
5: Please do y'all go okay. to
3: Facebook.com, Brown Skin and Glasses. Mm-hmm. Go funny. to Brownskin and Glasses dot dot com. Mm-hmm. Follow them both on Twitter, Rhett Thompson and LS Rules. Um of course all this stuff will be in the show notes. Um two of my favorite motherfuckers, man. I'm always Lamont. happy that we can get you guys on the show.
4: Yes, I What's get that? excited. Oh,
2: well, I I have to say that, you know, I'm always honored to be part of the show. And I'm always excited. You know, you you guys always have a fantastic show, a great lineup, uh, an awesome uh, audience and stuff. I love interacting and seeing how people react to to stuff. And, you know, it only gets it gets better and better.
3: Yeah. Well, I appreciate it, man. Um, Y'all have a good one. Um, Karen and I will be back. What? uh, Ten o'clock. Ten something on Saturday for feedback. Yep, yep. Uh, make sure you guys get your feedback in. Leave us five star reviews on iTunes. You know, mm-hmm. we can never have too many of those. Mm-hmm. Um, voicemails, emails, all that good stuff. We appreciate all that. Hey, before um, we wrap it up, yes, just sir. Really
1: quick say, um, I we we disagree perhaps on the uh, Don Lemon thing, but mm-hmm. I do think we all agree that uh, black people um, will rise.
3: Uh, and, unless the know. NSA is listening, then we will not, guys. Uh, <laughs> we is, don't sell rise,
1: like right now. Rise,
3: that is, <laughs> rise, rise, just like
5: the dark side, rise. Roy, Roy. They got they got drones
4: outside Uh-oh. your door. Be yeah, careful.
3: That is Lamont talking. Uh, I I don't plan on rising master. So I just plan on <laughs> going to work every days. <laughs> um, but nah, man. I I think the thing I will say this, man. I think what did does get lost in the shuffle is black people in general pretty much always have their bet the best interests of our people in mind mm-hmm. even those of us that don't really want to think about that shit all the time mm-hmm. and uh i don't think that uh as as fucked up as what don lemon said in that moment i don't think that should like desecrate his entire body of work and uh you know a lot of people were really riding with him until that moment so hopefully man he can be more than just that one moment Mm -hmm. for a lot of people because i still see stuff on twitter every once in a while with people being like don limit this or don limit that or this is what happens because of don lemon whatever somebody says something fucked up or racist and uh i would hate to see that dude get marginalized to that because that's true now he's more diverse than that and it really shouldn't be that easy to be considered uh, a detriment to your people because you fucked up one time uh anyway uh we'll be back uh saturday so until then love you you too baby